This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Wednesday, December 23rd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, President Donald Trump late Tuesday threatened to torpedo Congress's massive COVID-19 relief package in the midst of a raging pandemic and deep economic uncertainty, suddenly demanding changes fellow Republicans have opposed. Trump uh, assailed the bipartisan $900 billion package in a video he tweeted out Tuesday night and suggested he may not sign the legislation. He called on lawmakers to increase direct payments for most Americans from $600 to $2,000 for individuals and $4,000 for couples. Railing against a range of provisions in the bill, including for foreign aid, he told lawmakers to get rid of the wasteful and unnecessary items of this legislation and to send me a suitable bill. Trump did not specif- uh, specifically vow to veto the bill, and there may be enough support for legislation in Congress to override him if he does. But if Trump were to append the sprawling legislation, the consequences would be severe including no federal aid to struggling Americans and small businesses and no additional resources to help with vaccine distribution. In addition, because lawmakers linked the pandemic relief bill to uh, overarching funding measures, the government would shut down on December 29th. The relief package was part of a hard-fought compromise bill that includes $1.4 trillion in fund gov- uh, to fund government agencies through September and contains other end-of-session priorities such as money for cash-starved transit systems, an increase in food stamp ben- benefits, and a about $4 billion to help other nations provide a COVID-19 vaccine for their people. Philadelphia leaders announced an extension of the citywide COVID-19 restrictions as officials prepare for a spike in cases following the upcoming holidays. During a news conference Tuesday afternoon, Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley said based on the data and spikes in positive cases following past holidays, the city will continue its current restrictions for the riskiest settings through at least January 15th. This includes restrictions on indoor dining, indoor gatherings and events, theaters, casinos, colleges and indoor organized sports. Farley said these activities continue to be considered high risk because they take place indoors and involve a large number of people, people spending long periods of time together, people not wearing masks and or previous large outbreaks due to not following social distance guidelines. Philadelphia officials also announced planned changes to restrictions that would take effect when Governor Wolf's order expires on January 4th. If case rates do not rise more than expected, the city will allow some lower risk businesses and activities to resume, including opening museums, outdoor sports, gyms, in-person learning for high schools and outdoor catered events. On Tuesday, health officials announced 928 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the number of confirmed cases to 86,723. Officials also confirmed 89 additional deaths in Philadelphia. Police in Montgomery County said card skimmers were found at a gas station. Ambler Borough Police said the skimmers were found Monday by a service technician at three pumps at the Shell gas station on the 300 block of East Butler Avenue. The pumps with skimmers were numbered 2, 7, and 8. Police said the customer who used the pumps should consider canceling their card. They should also check for fraudulent purchases in the bank accounts, Mm -hmm. police said. The Ambler Borough Police Department, the gas company, and Shell Gas Station are working together to prevent this from happening again in the future, and the investigation is ongoing, police said. Have you seen, I I assume it's an attempt by the gas stations to stop stuff like this. I went to one uh, two days ago. And you put the card in, and it, it locks the card in place. Have you oh, seen, really? have you seen yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I always shake, I always I, I shake it, shake too it to now, see if yeah. it's loose. 
And, uh, yeah, it locked it in. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's okay. there's some ATMs that do that yeah, as well yeah. where you can't take it out until it starts the process. By the way, I don't know what the shaking does. I do it because I'm pretty sure Casey told me to do it. And so <laughs> I shake it now and I'm like, mm, Just oh, to see if it's loose. Well, a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, uh, they've gotten better as far as, um, you know, it's, it's ability to kind of like stick to the face of the machine. Yes. But there still is, I mean, you, you have to give it a decent tug. Um, and when you do that, I mean, if it if it has any give, I would be suspect. Of okay. it. I wouldn't use yeah. it. Yeah. I, you listen yeah. better, and also to go to places where you know you've, you know, you can have at least a reason a reasonable amount of confidence in, in using them. Like, <laughs> you sometimes you go to these places, you'll see an ATM in the corner that has dust on, and it's like, I don't know if I'm going to use I this. Don't know if, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know what? But I know this gas station. It's right in the middle of town. Oh, really? It's, yeah. yeah. It's like a, a cute, bustling town. There's a lot of people, so I'm sure it was busy during the holiday season. And mm. yeah, this was right in the town. So uh, they said they're working, uh, you know, to try to prevent this from happening again. All right, let's do sports this morning. Oh, yeah! The NBA began its season last night with two games. In his first uh, regular season debut with the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant put up 22 points in a 125-99 win against his former team, the Golden State Warriors. It was Durant's first competitive play since tearing his Achilles in June of 2019. And out west, after the Los Angeles Lakers got their championship rings, their crosstown rivals, the LA Clippers, started their season with the win. Paul George scored 26 of his 33 points in the second half. Kawhi Leonard added 26 points, and the Clippers rallied past the Lakers for a 116-109 win. The Sixers begin their season tonight with a game at home against the Washington Wizards. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock, and we'll have the team president, Dave Heck, on the show later this morning. Chris. What? Chris Heck. Chris. Dave Heck. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's me. That's me. I messed up. Okay. What is it, Chris or Dave? No, it's, it's Chris. Chris. Casey's Chris right. Chris Heck. I'm a moron. And the Phillies named Sam Fold as their general that manager. That one's right. Yeah. Okay. Fold has been a member of the Phillies front office since 2017, most recently as director of integrative baseball performance. The New Hampshire native played for uh, Stanford and spent eight seasons in the major leagues with four different clubs before embarking on a front office career. Folds will report to Dave uh, Dombrowski, who earlier this month was named the team's first ever president of baseball operations. That's why, Dave Dombrowski. Thank and you. that's what I have for you this morning. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Rise, everyone. Join us. I have my uh, cup of motor oil here this morning. Mm, good today. stuff. Yeah. Who made the job of it. I Dude, I listened, and I went. Motor oil. <laughs> I went crazy on it. Did you? I, on purpose. Why? wanted to. Okay. Because you know what? You Listen, need to wake me up, Booster. You are you you like it a little bit? You yeah. made it like that? I made it like that because yesterday, whoever made the coffee, <laughs> it was basically like uh like water that was like maybe tinted a little tinted bit brown. brown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Why don't people brown just water. use the, the measuring cup that's right there? It's the exact no. proper amount. You know? Is it though? It is. I don't yeah, know. it's it's a freaking this paper is like, cup. This is always such a big deal, the the coffee. But, well, I love it. Yeah, yeah, well, I think it's funny. We just, yeah. No, it's something to bitch about around the office. But, I mean, <laughs> I took a windows. sip and I was just like, ah. But <laughs> and I, and, and actually, Marissa, we drink our coffee black, so we, we get the true you need the, taste it needs of to be good. what the coffee yep. is. When you when you start putting creamers and sugars yeah. and stuff yep, in there. Yep, yep, I can yeah. mix to taste. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. even like black coffee, but I drink it black here in the morning because I already, I have my super duper sweet one. 
when I get up in the morning. First yeah. thing I do, I oh, make a do? cup of coffee, I do a little travel mug, and I drink it on the way here. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So I so I put a, a whole bunch of creamer. Man, you know what I had lately? Amaretto creamer. Oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I had just discovered this. It's, I, I love coming across new creamer flavors, and that one I hadn't had yet, and I just can't get it. Amaretto. Amaretto, mm. exactly. I saw one yesterday. It was Italian sweet creme. Ooh. I'm going to have to pick that creme all over your face. <laughs> creme all over you. That's coffee mate, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 We're a coffee uh, mate family. I I tr- I go through various ones. Yeah. Um but but this one I saw, this is the exact yeah, we're looking at a photo of this is it. But but that uh, yeah, I drink black coffee here because I'm like I'll just be it's like eating candy all day long. Off the walls. Yeah. I would you say know? this, uh, anyone who is not familiar with coffee mate uh, do not use sugar in conjunction with it. <laughs> no, no. I have made that mistake <laughs> yes. I, see, while I, making French vanilla. I can't even Holy drink, f! I can't even drink them. That, that's too sweet for me. Yeah. Like okay, the, really? The flavored uh, creamers—they are sweet. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're super sweet. Do you do you sweeten your coffee? Uh, no, no. Just like if I have my just espresso. Remember, I put yeah. a little whipped cream yeah. on it sometimes. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I drink my coffee black Monday like through Friday, <laughs> like yeah. my men. Uh, Monday through Friday. And then Saturday, Sunday, doesn't you have your treats? <laughs> treats. All right. So anyhow, we got over the the co- coffee, coffee controversy, uh, twenty twenty, and uh, it was Casey's fault, but it's all good. <laughs> it's I, not my fault. I, I just want purpose. I, no, it's all good. I have I have a water jug here, and I'll, if if yeah. if it's too strong, yeah, I water it down it. to taste. Yeah, yeah. So it's all good. Uh, by the way, Kathy, I need a moisturizer. So if you got any lotion, I oh, just here you to go. say that. Well, thank you very much. My hands have been dry know, as hell lately. Right? Because everybody's washing their hands so much. I, I guess so, and using sanitizer, and... and it's cold and everything, and and uh, it's it's like to where I can't like pick up papers. I can't grip papers. Hang on a second here. I'm going to moisturize as we speak. Right, oh, mine are like Chinese <laughs> silk. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know what I found that's working way better for me than uh, moisturizer is, you guys know what Aquaphor is, right? Yeah. I've heard of it. Uh, okay. yeah. So yeah. they have an Aquaphor spray, like Ooh. a body spray. It's like a dick for it's, right, exactly. What's the exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know me, I can't have any scent whatsoever. It'll drive right. me nuts. So there's no scent to it. Um, and it's little, a little more of like, I guess, like an oil base. It's not real oily, but um, yeah, it's working better for my hands okay. than just like a regular uh, you Aquaphor. Know, yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. All right. Well, listen, we have a few things going on. It is Wednesday, so we have a secret text word. Today, we have a chance for you to win a digital download of the sci-fi thriller Breach. Uh, Bruce Willis is in this movie. Yes. Text word secret to 39333. And we will see if you can win. We'll send a word back to you. And later on, we'll ask you to call in with that word designated caller wins. And we will also grab one randomly. couple of guests on the program. Speaking of Chris Heck, the 76ers president, he will be getting in touch with us this morning. They open their season up tonight against the Wizards. And we'll see uh, how he feels about things. So we're, we're going to talk to Chris Heck, the president of the 76ers. Uh, we also have a uh, professional poker player is going to be joining us. World Tour, uh, World Poker Tour Online Poker Open. He's promoting that. His name is Tony Dunst. And Casey says he's well known in that world. It's not part of my No, it's not uh, in your world, wheelhouse. But, yeah. Hey, he's, right, like, yeah. way up there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he might be the next. I mean, after Charlie Sexton died. Yeah. Uh, you know, he might be the next Next, to Charlie yeah. Sexton. Yeah. All right, and uh, we're going to go live on Fox Good Day today. Uh, Mike Jarek's back. We haven't talked yes. to him in a little while, yeah. so it's going to be cool to chat with him right before the holiday. So those things and more are taking place. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a second, and the entertainment report is up. I have there is love in the air in Whoa. the entertainment report. Oh my god, oh, there's I lots love of that. Love. We are going to pass that along when we get back. Stupid question, and more. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. 
Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Acme is continuing their commitment to getting through this new normal together. And that means everyone's health, well-being, safety, and satisfaction, yours and their employees, continues to be their number one goal. They're keeping your essentials in stock. And that includes your New Year, New You foods. Keep an eye out for Acme's large selection of USDA-certified O-Organics and Open Nature products featured exclusively in Acme Isles. Find great food you can naturally feel good about at Acme. Fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's ask you a stupid question. We're going to give away a couple of passes to see Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, and this will be... Plus, uh, oh, the ultimate Wonder Woman prize box. It goes Ooh. along with this, too. Yes, yeah, so question that I have. We've been doing uh, Christmas movies and Christmas trivia questions or holiday-based ones as well. So this question I have for you is concerns the movie Love Actually. What song plays in the final scene of that movie? It's great. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. What song plays in the final scene of the film Love Actually? Always puts a tear in my eye. Oh, it's a lovely scene. 215-263-WMMR. We'll go through some birthdays today, Wednesday, December 23rd, and a handful of birthdays. We'll start with one that we spoke about in Entertainment News the other day. Uh, Susan Lucci celebrates her birthday. Oh. Uh, all my children coming back. Uh, I love you. For a prime time uh, version of the show. I think they're calling it Pine Valley. Is that where? Yeah, yeah. maybe. That was where the town that it took yep. place in. And she was the, the grand dame, right? Oh, the, yeah. the, 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 the nemesis, but yet also had her. Her she was plus like, side. Yeah, she was mostly like you know. There's like the good and the bad yeah, on, yeah. on these soap operas. She was mostly loved on the right. soap opera. There were periods of time where she you know got a little scandalous, but for the most part, everybody loved her. And she but also she had was, the his, she had the record for the most nominations without winning. Right? Yep. 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 Did she ever win? She did. Yes, she, she did, did yeah. eventually. Yeah. yeah. But she was, I, and I remember her, Kathy. Even though she was loved, she was this prissy. Yeah. Over the top, yeah. uh, you know, always got her way yes, type yes. of uh, gal. Always but, got her way. That's perfect. But Sorry. for some reason, you liked her. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah, Absolutely. but uh, Susan Lucci says uh, 75 today. Uh, the great Harry Shear celebrates oh. his birthday today. That is correct. Legend. And so many different things that he's been a part of. He was a member of Saturday Night Live's cast um, and all those Christopher Guest movies, all the way from, you know, Spinal Tap. Yeah. Uh, every single one of them he's in, and of course, Mr. Burns and all the other characters he plays on The Simpsons. They just did a Hallmark movie parody on The Simpsons uh, a week ago, two weeks ago. Oh, really? And uh, yeah, he was he was like all the main, all his characters were the main characters in that. We talked to him a few times over the years, but one of my favorites was the last time we spoke to him. He did not break character. It, he was promoting a Spinal Tap. Yes, uh, yeah. Thing. He and great. he did not break character, and we interviewed him as uh, the character. God, I can't remember his name. Uh, not Nigel. Um, Who is he? What's his character's name? In this Derek, Smalls. Derek, Derek Smalls. Derek Smalls. Yeah. Thank you. He did not break character as Derek the whole time. It was great. We I usually don't do that, no. but he's so good. Yeah, we said, he's, okay. We he's have one of the greats. Yeah. He's 78 today. Uh, actor Finn Wolfhard, who is from Stranger Things. Mike, he's 18 years old, and he was great in It as well. He really was good. Yeah. Uh, so it, I just rewatched all of that. I watched all three seasons, and I'm telling you, I forgot how. I, I mean, I remembered it was a great show, 
but I got to relive that again, and it was worth taking the trip. My daughter wanted to watch it on the. She'd yeah. never seen it. No, she had. Okay, we just watched it all again. It yeah, was excellent. I'll tell you what. Each season has its own tone. Yes, and uh, pulls off those tones. Like the last one was a celebration of, of mall culture and mall life, and sort of um, Spielbergian eighties. And it was great. The, the, by far, the third season was the funniest. Yes, they, with with all the freaky stuff that was going on, they put a lot of really yeah. good humor yeah. into Especially it. Especially the well. ice cream uh, the, uh, stand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Ships Ahoy. Ships Ahoy. <laughs> or, no. Yeah, or was it Ships Ahoy? Something like that. Yeah, but anyhow, yeah. it was great. So Finn is uh, eighteen years old today. A uh, local guy, local fellow, a big impact locally, uh, Brad Lidge oh. of the Phils. Lights Out Lidge celebrates his birthday today. Uh, he is uh, 44 years old. So uh, His original name was Lidgenstein. No. He, yeah. uh, uh, the great uh, uh, They Did It clip from Nick. That's right. Is responsible. Uh, Brad Lidge is responsible that, for that. that yeah, yeah, he's on the yeah. mound. Yeah, he's the one who threw that one, uh, especially the whole clip when you go, They Whoa. did it! One <laughs> more. You, you can hear how yeah. lit you are when, uh, <laughs> when you're saying that. Yep. Celebratory time. Of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, Brad Lidge is 44. <laughs> and then we save the best for last. Celebrating his 57th birthday today, Edward Vedder. Oh, yes. wow. It's Eddie Vedder's <laughs> birthday today and a little musical tribute. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nick. Happy birthday to you. It's great that he's thinking about you. That's really kind. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I listened to an interview with him recently, and when you talk about someone who is thoughtful with their answers, that would be Eddie. So he yeah. gets asked a question like, <laughs> I think... <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah, he, make, the sure. answer has merit. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. just, he works on it. If right. you want to uh, get through an Eddie Vedder interview quickly... Read it, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. listening to it takes time. And yes, Steve, you're that's a very accurate description. He, he's very pensive. He thinks about the question. He then thinks about the answer and takes his time delivering it. Um, and it it makes for interesting interviews, just not quick interviews. I think it's pronounced kayak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's kayak. It's kayak, I, I actually. Agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> All right. Happy birthday, Edward Vetter. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What song plays in the final scene of the film Love Actually? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Pam for the answer. Good morning, Pam. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Wonderful. Pam, do you know what song plays in the final scene of Love Actually? God Only Knows by the Beast Boys. You got it. It's an amazing song. Hang on, Pam. We get your information, and we're going to give you two passes to see Wonder Woman 1984, starring Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, and Kristen Wiig, as you've never seen her before, plus the ultimate Wonder Woman prize box with exclusive movie swag. You can see it. All, you can see your way. See it your way when Warner Brothers Pictures. See it. Wonder Woman 1984 hits theaters and streams on HBO Max starting on Friday. So we got you. Oh, we're playing a little bit. I love this. This scene is great. 
Uh, everybody's at the airport. Yeah, yeah. And it is great when you're at the airport and you see people reuniting and stuff like that. Well, yeah. they don't do it anymore at the gates like they yeah. used to, but it is. You, you, you get know. tackled if you try that now. Yeah. But there's, in, in direct contrast to this, in the movie Dogma, there's a great scene <laughs> where... It's uh, uh, Matt Damon and, and Ben Affleck, and they play play angels, and, yeah, and they're yeah. sitting in the, the airport, and they're like, this worst in humanity is here. He's like, see that woman right there? Yeah, she was just having an affair with his best friend, and, you know, and they're, they're hugging each other yeah. and kissing and all this stuff. And... Did you see, uh, have you seen uh, Fat Man yet? I've not. Okay. I got to. I- I'll just say this. Santa knows if you've been naughty or nice. Right. All right. And he does. Good to know. Yes. Who is this, Case? I don't know. Oh, I know what this is. Uh, the BBC did a tribute to this song, and it was a, a whole variety of artists. Dave Grohl is on it. Oh. Uh, Chris Martin. Um, Sam Smith, right? And uh, uh, Mike Sexton. Uh, Mike yeah. Sexton. That guitar right there is uh, Brian May. Okay. Oh, it's a great okay. version of the song, and BBC released it maybe 10 years ago. It's available on YouTube. So do yourself a favor. If you are into musical documentaries, watch The Wrecking Crew. And uh, they go into length about these studio musicians that were legendary, and they worked on this album with Brian Wilson, uh, Pet Sounds. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is a song that uh, I often forget about, but whenever I hear it or hear about it, I go, oh, that's one of the best songs ever. It yeah. is. Yeah. And you know what? So, again... It was Brian Wilson and those studio musicians and then the lyricists he was working with at the time that created it. The, the, the Beach Boys themselves were actually out touring while Brian Wilson was in the studio putting this together. All right, so we are going to set uh, Pam up with that, and we're going to dive into some of the inter- entertainment stories. We're going to start with this. Tasha Adams is engaged! Yeah! I know I Just weeks Ladies and gentlemen, Tasha Adams is engaged. Just weeks after answering the call and filling in for Claire Crawley after her departure on the season of The Bachelorette, Tasha fell in love <laughs> and her biggest dreams came true. I love you. The 30-year-old started off with part two of her season finale on Tuesday night with three men. There was Zach, Ivan, and Ben. But after eliminating Ivan over religious differences and saying goodbye to Ben after just meeting with his with her family, yeah. she was left with just one suitor. Zach was the last guy standing when it came time for Tisha to hand out the final rose. That's always the best way to pick a mate for life process of elimination. <laughs> yep. He he proposed and Tasha said yes. Uh, Zach said, you've helped me experience a love I didn't know existed. I I didn't know. (laughs) I never felt this way before. And you've made me smile more than anyone has ever made me smile. It actually makes my face hurt. I love you, Taysha. I love you. I love you because you're a fighter. I love you because you're a fighter like Rocky. I I love you. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) <laughs> Listen, I got rid of the other two guys, but you seem to be the most promising. That squared your dickhead from Harvard. I got to do it right out. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I love you. I love you. I, I want to kiss you. <laughs> it was on yesterday. Uh, what was that? Un- Rocky. Oh, yeah? That, un- that scene is uncomfortable, but it's, it is really beautiful. It's yeah. just, it, it, it's, you know, one, uh, one Cosby moment away from. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. It stinks! Yeah. So, all right, this guy, whoever he is, uh, he's he's reciting these beautifully... Um, oh, I have more, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you think he has help with this? Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, they do. They absolutely do. They, Does he they, have an earpiece that he's saying? No, or... that they won't. They, okay. Probably not that. But they gave him some suggestions, I'm sure. Okay. He said, I love you because you're a fighter. I love you because you're a strong, independent woman. Uh, you make everyone around you better. I love you because you believe in me. I love you because you're a total dork. And I love you because you drive me absolutely wild. Oh, my God. I know. I I love you because you've got a dork. I I mean, you're you're a total dork. Huh? Get a whale's penis? That's what a dork is, yeah? Yeah. Uh, He said, I love love everything about you. Your vagina, (laughs) your butthole. I probably should have put those further down on the list at the risk of sounding superficial. (laughs) Your butthole. (laughs) I love everything about you, and I listened when you spoke of the importance of loyalty, and he said, I promise to be loyal to you. Uh, Tasha responded by saying that first. I'm sorry, are you talking to me? (laughs) 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 Tasha said that first night when I got here, I was extremely excited about the possibility of finding love, but also very nervous and scared because I didn't know if finding true love was possible. When I first met you, I thought to myself, "He's different, and that man is kind. He's different. He shows gratitude, and he has the biggest smile." He has been through. (laughs) He has been through a lot, but has never given up. But also has learned how to read uh, me better than really anyone ever has, and knows how to comfort me when I'm down. Yeah, he got all this in what just a couple weeks, right? Yeah, knock it off. There was one. Steve, when you when you said, "Are you talking to me?" Yeah. So like, if somebody, if I'm annoyed at someone, yeah, yeah. and like I'm having, you know, not like an an argument, but not like a, a fight or yeah. something, and they just like go on and on and right. on and on and on and on, and at the end, I go, "What?" Yeah. I know that's right. That's my type. Excuse me. So excuse me. This guy's uh, from Haddonfield, New Jersey. Yeah, and, that's uh, why we like him so much. Yeah, he's, well, he's an Eagles fan. That's why we love him. Do we like him more because he's an Eagles fan, or does that actually yes. put a little bit of a he's no, he's shine on it? He's very similar to a lot of the other guys. and She's uh, she's stunning, and um, but I mean, it's the... You know, I, I feel wrong complaining about the formulaic nature of this when I embrace the formulaic nature of Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm. So I don't want to... I'll just say it, it's... Those aren't real, Steve. This, this is, is real, know, This man. is real. This is, this is real. a real thing. So anyhow, she goes on to say, and then then we'll wrap up this. She said, there was uh, one point in my life when I thought I would never get married because of all the pain and the heartbreak I had been through. Like what? And I I don't know. That's a good question, this stunningly beautiful perfect like what? woman. Well, it was bad. <laughs> and she said, I hit absolute rock bottom. Yeah. And I know that I told you that I love you, but... I remember mo- the time when I got home and it was curly fries. <laughs> I had ordered regular <laughs> steak fries. I didn't know how to process it. She says it's more than that. It's more oh, than okay. love. more than fries. And she goes on and on, and uh, that's enough. But uh, they uh, they're engaged. They're yeah, right. we'll yeah. see. We'll see if they go the distance. It, no, they it will never not. does. It, it never doesn't. does. It's mm-hmm. not going to. Hey, 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 hey! That's not true. Uh, what's her face? One time, Crystal. Hey. Tristan. Yeah, Tristan. Yeah. They're still together, right? You know, they are. And by the so. way, he's having some medical issues. You oh know. no! Yes, oh, he is. He that is was had... a while back. I'm wondering what the story is on that. Yeah. They're doing great. Okay. However, he's ha- he has some sort of elusive. They don't think it's anything really deadly, but he's he's fighting this sort of um, 
medical issue that's been going on. Steve okay. knows so much that he speaks as though they're close friends. He's, listen, he's doing he's great. I, he's yes, good. I just want you to be comfortable. I've checked in. I talk to him once every never. Yeah, talk to his doctor. <laughs> All right, other stories. Chris Pratt is claiming that he has won the latest round in the annual Battle of the Hollywood Chrises. The Guardians of the Galaxy star hit up social media Monday to share his victory in a charity fantasy football league competition in which he does battle with Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth. He said, my fantasy football team, AGBO, uh, Fantasy Football League, Uh, if you've been following, I made it into the finals. Uh, He said, I'm in the finals. How did this happen? He earned $80,000 for his his charity of choice. Special Olympics, Washington. Well, you know that why that is because uh, Maria Shriver, Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger are massive proponents of the Special Olympics. He said, "I snuck two very, very close victories off. The most recent with uh, off Chris Evans. Uh, he had to beat Chris Hemsworth last week, so I guess we can finally put an end to the debate of who's the better Chris. If he wins the finals, uh, the charity stands to make 150 grand. By the way, so Kathy on the battle of them all, just on looks <laughs> basis." Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, oh. Chris Evans, or... Uh, oh, I need, like, a whole side-by-side. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. All the Chrises. So, I, I know you don't care, uh, but my wife is not a fan of Chris Pratt's because she doesn't get it. She just... She looks at... she. All right. And wow. She's going to build me up. She's oh, my gonna, God. They did it. I'm going to tell you. She says that... I could be uh, Chris Pratt. That uh, she's what? like. I, she's like. I don't get it. She's like. You, you, she I, sees I, I you look in at, a different light than the rest of us. I love you. I know. But like, she is so good for my ego. Could be Chris Pratt. She is really, really when good for I my see ego. They're fiddling with the thermostat. <laughs> you have a thermostat, bad. Uh, bad. All right. So wait. Okay. All right. So. Top left is Chris Pratt. Chris yeah. Pratt. Who's to the right? Is Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Left. Lower left is Chris Pine. Lower right is Chris Evans. I'm going Hemsworth. Yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, me three. I, listen, I think I'd go with Chris Evans. I, I don't oh, know why. Wow. Something about yeah, him is magical. All right. So let me, let, me, too. Let, me, <laughs> let me help you guys reset. You're bent over a warm table. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. He's behind you. <laughs> Candles. <laughs> Candles. Yep. Okay. Yeah. The smell of cinnamon, right, in the air. Cinnamon, because something's being baked. Delightful. Oh, I like vanilla. Vanilla that would get me in the mood better. Who, whose midsection do you want to feel slapping against your ass? Wow, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Wow, really? Okay. Yeah. No question. Nah, I think he might hurt me. I'm gonna go with that. (laughs) I just want to hear that Aussie accent in my my ear. (laughs) You like that? Yeah. You like that? No, I don't like it. It's my hammer. <laughs> I could go in complete order. So I would go Hemsworth, uh, Evans, Pine, Pratt. Oh, oh okay. Pratt comes in last. Last. Exactly. So she's with Diane. Right, she's with Diane. <laughs> Path, uh, we're going we're gonna to add me to this mix here. <laughs> now, am I, do I come in last or do I come above Pratt? Jesus Christ. Hey, I'd love to talk about this all I morning. I come above Pratt, right? We've got uh, things to do. Yeah. <laughs> there are movies that are open, too, later on we got to get to. Or would Pratt come up, uh, above you? Well, he probably Hemsworth would. Definitely, yes, would. definitely just, would. Just move your head. Yeah. Okay, we're moving on, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna st- we're gonna stay with Chris Pratt for a moment because Arnold Schwarzenegger was surprised when his daughter decided to marry an actor. The seventy 73- three. <laughs> 
three-year-old star who, of, of course, Catherine, is married to Chris Pratt, and they have a daughter, uh, Laya, uh, Laya Maria together, admitted that uh, she wasn't a fan of being on action movie sets as a kid. This is um, Catherine. Right. Appearing on a Zoom kindergarten cop reunion, by the way, which uh, Arnold <laughs> did the other day. He said, I never, ever thought that my daughter is, I never, ever thought my daughter is going to marry an actor. Uh, <laughs> you know, this whole thing with the actors and the people who come in the movies, <laughs> and the, the end, they act in the movies, and they be named Chris. He goes on to say, I <laughs> and said. And then if you stop and you look at the various Chris's, you got the Chris Pratt, the Chris Hemsworth, and then if you go a long distance as a Chris, as a Casey. <laughs> he goes on to say, I said to myself, she would be sick and tired of me dragging them to sets, having them watch me blow up buildings and killing people. You know, with the, the beach house and the love of fish and these various things that he has. Uh, my kids always enjoyed it, but Catherine, she was crying always the ah. first few weeks. However, ah. Arnie, uh, who also has a uh, daughter, Christina, sons, Patrick, Christopher, and Joseph, heaped praise on Chris and described him as a fantastic guy. He said, I'm really happy because he has been a wonderful, wonderful husband to her and such a great son-in-law. So these are my children with Maria, and this is the one that I had with my housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Was there anybody else notable from that movie, uh, from Kindergarten Cop? Not of, of the kids, no. There okay. was Helen. Um, yeah, Helen. Um, not Helen Hunt. Anyway, they they were reuniting with the kids. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, in this particular, but Arnold so. was a part of that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Penelope. Yeah. Oh, Miller. And Miller. Yeah. Miller. She's, okay. Yeah. Uh, She's the love interest. And then his... Miller, and then his sidekick is uh, the the female cop. She's uh, uh Veronica. She's done a few things as well. And remember her from uh oh gosh, uh, Best of Times. Do you know? Also, this... her boyfriend is a comedian, Bob Nelson, who was poised for. I remember Bob uh, Nelson? He, yeah. he died, right? No, I don't think he died. Did he die? I think Hold Bob on. Nelson died. Marissa. The one little kid is from Full House. Okay. Really? Yeah, he was Michelle's little buddy in kindergarten. Okay. That means nothing to you guys, but the rest <laughs> no. of them. <laughs> All good, though. Um, uh, yeah, so it was uh, Steve Linda Hunt. Linda yeah, so Hunt. That That's yeah. it, yes. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't know if uh, Bob Nelson died or not. Who knows? We're going to find that out. All right, we're moving on, though. I do have some other things. we got to talk about Jessica Alba. Uh, she used to push her body to muscle failure, she tells Women's Health in a cover story. Thankfully, the 39-year-old actress and Honest Company founder has... Uh, come to take it easier on her body during COVID. She said, I always thought I need to sweat out my weight in water. I need to have muscle failure. I need to feel like I just ran a marathon. That's how I needed to work hard. But during COVID, when the gym shut down, she decided to give her workouts a bit of a rest. And now instead of doing intense and frequent workouts, she does more relaxed routines. Aww. She said, I've learned to mix it up and not feel like a failure if I'm not, you know, killing myself. Thanks for the heads up. Uh, she also changed her eating and drinking routine. She said, four days a week, I try to eat plant-based and then, and, and I don't drink alcohol. But she's not that strict about it. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all bets are off. And that feels like moderation to me, she says. Uh, looking at a picture of her on the cover, she looks fantastic. Well, as you also, she was born with incredible genetics, so she can shut up. Uh, it helps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, along with uh, letting up on the workout, she's spending more time with her husband, Cash Warren, and Cash. their three kids. Uh, the pandemic, she said, has forced me to be comfortable with things not being completely buttoned up and allowing myself to not always have the answer for mistakes to kind of stay as as huh? is. My name is Cash. Uh, it's also Cash re- Money Man. Said it's also reinforced the real joy that comes with the moments when you know you were playing games with the kids at dinner, or when Hayes wants to show us his latest trick on the scooter, uh, or from our family walks. That's She's a brilliant woman. Truly matters, she says. That um, is one of those magazines that uh, is very distracting to me while waiting in the checkout line of the supermarket. Very much so. I look Always at look at the cover. Oh never read them. Yeah, and it's but you know, like it's not just one look at that cover. <laughs> like you're looking over there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, right. 
Oh, yeah. I like to go in and look at the whole pictorial, uh-huh. actually. Bob Nelson's alive. Okay. All right. Good to know. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> Uh, It'll come as good, big comfort to his family and friends. All right, here's a name you haven't heard in a while: Uh, Survivor villain Johnny Fairplay. Oh yeah, remember him? He's the one who pretended like his grandmom died, right? He did. Just a a douchebag. He's been arrested for larceny. Uh-oh. Along with his mother, Patsy Hall. Johnny Larceny now. He told TMZ, uh, I, we, have been unjustly charged by a family member. I welcome the opportunity to vindicate myself and my mother. They're selling homemade COVID uh, vaccinations. Um, so, yeah, he's the guy that uh, that said his grandmother had died. It was a complete lie. He was trying to get sympathy from the other tribe members. And they brought him back, like, two other times for all-time all-star players or something like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. he stood out. He and did, yeah. And that's why. So. And people hated him. On Red Table Talk, Willow Smith is opening up about her struggles with anxiety. She tells the co-hosts, uh, Jada Pinkett-Smith and Adrian Benfield-Norris, her mother and grandmother. Yeah. Four days ago, I was having extreme anxiety. I couldn't talk. I had to just cocoon and, like, be with myself for a moment. Turning to her mom, Willow says, that was so important because it would have been so much more intense if I had been looking to you to be like, help me. And she adds, there's shame, there's guilt, there's sadness and confusion. And then you don't even want to talk about it because you're like, I feel crazy, and I don't want them to think I'm crazy. So I'm just going to, I'm not going to say anything. Was, oh, <laughs> I know, even you're laughing at this. Uh, did Willow actually talk to her mother or her grandmother because the grandmother looks younger than her mother? I think she was talking to her mother thinking she was yeah. talking to her grandmother. Oh, I'm, I'm, baby, I'm your grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, she did. Yeah, Jada's... Uh, gray hair has made her look older than her mom, which is pretty There wild. is more Titan skin on this set than in a leather factory. All right, let's get to some other good stuff. Some of these things are just kind of like, blah, whatever. But no, I'm, I'm learning a lot about these these people. <laughs> After a long wait, fans are getting a taste of what is com- to come in Coming to America's sequel. They tra- the trailer dropped yesterday. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was watching good? it with Marissa. It's great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 32 years after we met Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall in their iconic Coming to America roles, they are reuniting with Leslie Jones, Kiki Lane, Tracy Morgan, Rick Ross, Wesley Snipes. Uh, Sherry Headley, uh, Paul Bates, John Amos, and James Earl Jones joining the fun. Um, so we had a look, and now um, uh, now he is the king of Zamunda. And he has a son he has that no knowledge of. Uh, we have two clips from the trailer, if you'd yeah, like. I want to yeah. hear them. Here we go. Before I'm gone, my son, you will be king. But the throne must pass to a male heir, Hakim. It appears... You have a son. He must be found. We are going back to America. Oh hell no, Your Majesty! <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I'm interested to find out why he has a son that he doesn't know about. Agreed. In, Agreed. Also, because the apparently States. the wife, or you know, the woman he fell in love with, the American, is is in the Lisa. movie. Yeah, Lisa. So she's. She, does she appear to be in Zamunda, or does she appear to be in the United States? I don't know. Okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't ascertain right. that. And, right. Casey, I was curious about the dude, because Akeem was a very uh, straight... I mean, even though he he banged all his yeah. servants when he was right. in Zamunda, he was quite clear about that. <laughs> right. But but he was, he was legitimately looking for... He had a moral for, compass. Exactly. Yes. And so, at no point in his... Uh, his adventures in America. Did we see him right. 
head off with somebody. So I'm wondering how they're going to explain that. It'll be but, interesting. Yeah. I'm also interested to find out because all the barbers and all the people inside Mighty Sharp, the barber shop, yeah, yeah. have not aged in 30 <laughs> Well, years. also, they have both Arsenio and Eddie Murphy are age-defying. We have a clip of them talking, Preston. All right, here we go. It is so good to see you. Well, Abby, damn, look who done come up in here. Hey, it's Kunta Kinte and Ebola. Famine and blood. Yes, a Mandelian winning. So what you doing back here, Hotel Rwanda? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because right before that, a, a customer uh, makes some offhanded comment that they find to be very offensive. Right, and, right, right. And put a, put a break. So they get him out of here, <laughs> yeah. and then immediately they launch right back into that stuff. <laughs> it's really, really funny. I am so excited about this movie. And this one is going directly to Amazon, yeah. is Amazon it not? Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will be coming out on March 5th, so we have that to look forward to. No, uh, I don't see Eric LaSalle in the credits, though. No. He's supposed to be. No, he's not anywhere. And, and on his IMDb, he's not on, He's not in huh. it as well. Daryl. Uh, you really need him. You need, you need a Daryl-like character. Absolutely. <laughs> he was great. He was excellent. <laughs> so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a douchebag. <laughs> well, I wonder if uh, Jermaine Fowler is part of that. Uh... Who is Jermaine Fowler? He, uh, Who he's he in, uh, Well, he's young. He, he wasn't in the first one, but he's in this one. Uh, and I wonder if he is. Is he the son? Ooh. You know who would be a great cameo? Cuba Gooding Jr. is it's sitting true. in. Yeah. He's, he's getting his hair cut. He has no lines in that movie at all. Maybe yeah. they pop him in. That'd be great. Yes. There's a, there's a bunch of people. <laughs> Sam Jackson is the robber. Yep. Who holds up uh, McDowell's restaurant. Yeah. That'd be great to see him pop back Louis in Anderson. as well. Louis Anderson yes. has a bit role. Yeah. yeah, John Landis directed that, the original, and and um, uh, it, this movie seems to have that John Landis spirit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyhow, that'll be coming out, uh, like I said, on March fifth. Uh, let me see. Time for just a couple of other quick things. Uh, a trailer for John Lee Hancock's The Little Things, starring uh, Denzel Washington. Hi. As a sheriff. Hey, Denz, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? This is wonderful. I loved you. Uh, I loved you in The Equalizer. Both. Thank you. Uh, So, uh, he is a sheriff sent to L.A. to gather evidence. And uh, Rami Malek and Jim Baxter are his partners. And that trailer's dropped. The trio find themselves on the hunt for a killer with Jared Leto playing the prime suspect. I'm waiting for The Equalizer 3, which they're working on. Uh, Film is out on January 29th in theaters and on HBO. Two equal, two lizers. (laughs) To equal to Liza. <laughs> so here's uh, one that you'll probably cringe at, Steve. Uh, Halloween filmmaker David Gordon Green is in talks to direct a sequel to The Exorcist for Bloomhouse and Morgan Creek Productions. They've already done it a couple times. So I think that this sounds like maybe it would just be the other ones would not exist. And uh, I mean, just from reading this short okay. blurb, that maybe it's a, it's a direct sequel. Which the first are, okay, so you can do that. Uh, actually, Exorcist Three Legion is a nearly direct sequel to the okay. Exorcist. Uh, that one was directed by William Peter Blatty, who wrote the book The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. The sequel to The Exorcist, Exorcist Two, is one of the worst movies ever <laughs> oh, made. Man, really? So you went from a classic, yeah. brilliant work of arts horror movie to a movie that is I never talk in movie theaters, never. And I started talking, and the audience actually, because I we we were all fans. We could not believe yeah. how unrelentingly horrible this sequel was. Um, I'm a, a real puss when it comes to scary movies. Yes, so I'm not a good gauge because even like uh, Blair Witch Two, right? 
That one scared the hell out book, of me. Book of, um, yeah. book of, book of Mormons. Book of Mormons. <laughs> book of Mormons. Uh, it, you know, it had, as a standalone, it yeah. might have worked. The problem was it was following a movie that yeah. had done well. It was, it was completely really innovative. Different. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, that's it? That's all I have to okay. say about that. All right, we're ready. Movies are opening. Yes! So yeah. let's right, get well, into which one do you that. Want? Um, let, let's do the uh, Universal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> done. Done. Some people hate that. I know. Uh, I love it. I don't care. I love it. I just love it. Three movies to mention. Midnight Sky, sci-fi, drama, George Clooney, Felicity Jones, and it's a lone scientist in the Arctic races to contact a crew of astronauts returning home to a mysterious global catastrophe. Rated PG-13, hour and 58 minutes long. You can find it on Netflix, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 54%. Also opening is Soul, animated comedy starring Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Angela Bassett. Uh, It's about Joe, a middle-aged band teacher, school band teacher, whose life uh, hasn't quite gone the way he expected. His true passion is jazz, and he's good. But when he travels to another realm to help someone find their passion, he soon discovers what it means to have Soul. Hmm. Rated PG, an hour and 40 minutes long, 97%. You can find that streaming on Disney+. And the last movie opening up on Christmas Day will be Wonder Woman 1984. Action-adventure, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, Diana Prince lives quietly among mortals in the vibrant, sleek 1980s, an era of excess driven by the pursuit of having it all. But soon, Diana will have to muster all her strength, wisdom, and courage as she finds herself squaring off against Maxwell Lord and the Cheetah, a villainess who possesses superhuman strength and agility. PG-13, two hours and 31 minutes long. You can find it in theaters and on HBO Max. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 78% score so far. I really am looking forward to Christmas night having, like, a double feature at my house. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, this this to me is going to, like, feel almost uh, uh, reminiscent of, like, what those big movie events were when I was a kid. Well, it's been a while since we've had something like this. Uh, I, you know, a good portion of the uh, world is going to tune in. I assume they have the bandwidth to accommodate all this. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be interesting. Two and a half hours for the Wonder Woman film. Yeah. And by the way, the guy playing the um, the the evil guy, the nemesis, is actually the Mandalorian. Oh, Major, yeah, that Major guy? Pascal. Yep, yeah. Major Pascal. All right, we're ready for the clips here. Yay! Legendary Dolly Parton spread some much-needed holiday cheer in the new special, A Holly Dolly Christmas. Do you smell? Oh, wrong one. Uh, in this clip, Dolly discusses what a what uh, her Christmases were like growing up. Here we go. When I grew up in my very early days, we didn't have electricity. So we had to kind of make our own Christmas lights. And Daddy used to always go cut down the Christmas tree every year, my brothers and my dad, and drag it back home. And all the girls and the little kids, we kind of always were back at the house preparing to put all these ornaments on the tree. Now, we made our own, by the way. My mama was very creative. Shut the f*** up! It's interesting to hear someone say, we didn't have electricity. Yeah. I know. They, wow. She, uh, the story is amazing. It's a true story. I mean, they grew up in rural, rural, the rural, rural south and uh, not having electricity. Not, yeah. I mean, 
Did you ever see that movie, the TV movie, The Coat of Many Colors or whatever the hell it was? Nope. Um, but it's it's her her life. I yep. mean, they were struggling. A holly dolly Christmas here tonight, 8 o'clock. That's on CBS. I'll be watching. Next clip. Wonder Woman 1984 follows Diana and her past love, Steve Trevor, as they face off against Maxwell Lord and Cheetah. And in this clip, Gal Gadot discusses having her kids on the set while she's filming. Here we go. It was a very familiar environment for them. They know the cast. They know Patty. They know Patty's family. It felt like it felt like a second home for all of us. But at the end of the day, they come and they see me work. Yesterday, last night, I showed Maya one of the trailers. Maya is my little one. She's three, three and a half years old. She asked me, she said, oh, my God, Ima, you can fly? <laughs> I love everything about her, uh, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, when she's, she's so stunningly beautiful, and you're watching interviews and so forth, but when she smiles, like, I just go, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Watch the uh, outtakes, which exists right now, of her oh, my uh, and God. Uh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Uh, so they're they're practicing fight scenes and they're yeah. they're they're being playful with each other, and uh, yeah, and 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 to to uh, the director who's done a phenomenal job, you know, with these uh, these uh, sequences. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I assume it's going to be good, uh, but uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Press, there's just a little subtle thing that she does in the first Wonder Woman movie when she gets to Earth and uh, has ice cream for the first time. And she like, gets to Earth? When well, she gets to the real world. Into yeah, the real yeah, world. Yeah, okay. She's on her. Yeah, but gotcha. um, when she has ice oh, cream yeah, for the yeah. first time. You should be very proud. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. All right, that's it. That's the Entertainment Report. Let's take a break. Let's come back in a second and dive into our morning. Don't forget, we have a secret tax wear. Got a few other things going on. We'll tell you about that when we return. Stay with us. WMMR, now available at radio.com, while supplies last. Oh, holy night, stars are brightly shining, it is the night. Of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error till he appeared and the soul bells its worth. A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn Christ was born. 
Just scanning the uh, the text messages after we play that song. There's, you know, always there's some, for some reason there are people that have not heard that song. Of the we've been playing it for, I don't know, eighteen years. Yo, or something my God, like it's that. a classic. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we get it in a couple of times. This is the, the the only time we've had a chance to play it. But looking at these, uh, <laughs> there's also one that I've seen pop up a couple times. It has nothing to do with that, but it's people asking if that's me singing. <laughs> The MMR Rock Shop song. Oh, oh, really? No, that is Zach, yes, our imaging director, and uh, and he's the guy that um, if you hear some singing nowadays on a, a little promo, it's probably him doing. Yeah, he's so, great. Yeah, he's he's a great musician, actually, singer and guitar player. So. Remember when people thought it was you dancing in front of the brick wall? Oh my god, <laughs> the fat guy. Yeah. yeah, no, that was not me. <laughs> Thank you. Although at the time, and I had already lost the weight. <laughs> You're like, no, it's not me. It's not me. It's like when I'm not I get fat anymore. Hey, right? you, you look like my uncle, and I meet the uh, the the bald uncles. Like, yeah, they say I look like you. Yeah. Oh, uh huh, uh huh. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> as we are in preparations for the uh, magical day of Christmas, day after tomorrow. So excited! It's a night divine. Uh, a night divine, exactly. I spent a night divine the other night, night before last. Um. Wrapping gifts. Why oh do you do God, that? That's so fun. I, <laughs> why, why do you wrap? I, wh- exactly. Why? Why? Give bags. Cover the it, point. Cover it with blankets. What's even the point? Oh, yeah. my. I'm with Steve. Can I tell I, you the point? I, I, I want to. Like, everyone's I, hand is up. Everyone wants to talk right now. I want now. to end wrapping gifths all together. I think, it's, I think it's silly. Let me jump um, in here and, and say this. So, uh, I do wrap the gifts for, for you know, for Clara. And I, I, I'm horrible. I live in a house with a Picasso of gift wrapping. Yeah. I mean, she's got like you. Does Kathy. she have the? Does she have a room? Like she's a... got the stuff. She's got a tape. She's got a oh, whole she setup. Where she's got the dispenser, the thing, oh, the whole. Oh, I want to she... come over and yeah. wrap with her. <laughs> she's got it. So that's like a dream. That's what yeah. I want. So so uh, and she loves it. She and it's two phases: the wrapping and then the ribboning. And so there's the so ribbon she, oh, takes longer right. than the wrapping. So she does it, and, and so my thing is can help by, but by default look horrible. I simply do it to obscure what the package says. Sure. Yeah, that's it. And so she understands yeah. that, uh-huh. and 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 once once you're you're cool with that, 
there is there's got to be a better way or we there, can you I know you can bring your stuff to services, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a place there's to. a place in Ambler that not only can you sh- you can ship your stuff there and like never even see it hey. and they'll wrap everything hey, for hey, you. Hey. Even that's a pain in the ass. I don't no, even want they, to do that. Then they deliver it to you all wrapped I don't even want to, to, want to go down. I don't even want to get my you stuff over to you. You are such a Grinch. I bought it and I brought it home. I'm not a Grinch. You are. Does anybody... You don't want to buy ornaments. You don't want to wrap. Right. You don't want to shop. Yeah. Kathy, does any of the services go to your house, even though I know we're living in COVID times? Do you have a service that comes to your house? I don't know. I, I actually... Can do it in your driveway? I'm going to look up the exact name of this place because right. they are pretty good. But I have a couple of questions for you guys, for all of all you. Right, all right. Hands all are right. up. Let Kathy have the floor. All right. So... Part of the wrapping, for me anyway, is part of the decoration. It all goes together with the tree. It all blends in. Yeah. It's it's part of it. So oh, Wait, do the although, presents ra- match the tree? 1,000%. Oh, my God. And the ribbon. Um, so, and my tree topper. Right. But anyway, whatever. Okay. I mean, that's besides the point. Um, so, I get gift bags. Like, absolutely. That I yeah. understand that. And if you're not a rapper, and if you're not a good rapper, here's the thing. If you're wrapping the gift just to wrap it and it looks like crap, mm-hmm. I'd rather you use a gift bag. Okay. You go get okay. a nice gift bag that matches the tree. And you can- <laughs> <laughs> and tissue paper that matches the tree, and right. then you can put that. They need to sell bigger underneath. gift bags for that purpose. They have, they well, have big ones. Legs. So I have things. Let me ask you this: my 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 feeling on a couple of the things that I have purchased for my wife this year are big and in just generic boxes. That it, when you rip the wrapping paper off, it, you will fun. not know what it is. Uh, it's not like your kids open up a toy and, oh, it's this. Can, can you open it, put, take it out of the box? That's what I'm going to attempt so you to know, see. One of, the, one of the things, I'll give you uh, yeah. what I really like. <laughs> are the, Listen, yeah. you're pressing this. Yeah. Grinch, listen, this <laughs> might even work for you. It's the, you can get really nice ones. <laughs> I just bought a nice velvet one that says Merry Christmas on it. It's like a Santa sack. And all you do is you stick the gift inside, you pull Ooh. the strings, Ooh. and that's it. Okay. All right. Yes. Where'd you get that? Buy me like Where? a dozen of those. I got them. Okay. All right. So wait a second. Do you have something like of that size that could accommodate a table? Because that's what I have. Like a like, like a what kind of table? Like so. Like an end. Uh, Claire, if you're listening, turn. Yeah. So, so may I speak before yeah, you even yeah. bring up a table? Christmas morning, just bring the table out and put a little bow on top of it. Done deal. I'm yeah. okay with that. If it's yeah. if it's a, if it's like a little end table and you really want to put it in a Santa sack, yes, there okay. are sacks that are are right. big enough. A table, Preston, I'm okay with putting a bow on a table. Right. You don't okay. have to wrap like that. a ribbon though. I think a, a ribbon around yeah, it would be sure, nice too. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right, it's good to know that the gift bags get it done because I, I'm a gift bag guy and that's fine. I don't if think they I match hate... the tree. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll give that it a depends shot. On, it depends on which national park they've gotten the tree from. Right. I, yeah. right. Yes. Uh, this is a South Jersey pine uh, from uh, the, the wetlands or whatever. Yeah. Pine barrens. Pine barrens. Um, I do have a procedure. It's right question. next to GPS. Poor God. Uh, Kathy, do you have to wrap individual things that you put in a stocking? Stockings. Yes. Stockings. No. Oh no, I don't. I'm I don't asking wrap Kathy. It. But see, yes. our, my stockings are like candy, socks, wrap like, them all, things like that. No, none of that gets wrapped. That, That's crazy. The, the stocking is the decoration and the wrapping in itself. What's I agree. I, 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 that what's crazy is I actually go a step further than Kathy does for Christmas, and I you wrap, don't wrap candy canes in a you don't no. you, right. No, I, well, I don't give candy canes, but uh, everything that I like. What that, What are you putting in there? 
So stuff you put in the stocking, hey, you Diane, wrap. turn the radio down. Uh, deodorant. Um, you wrap deodorant? I wrap deodorant. I wrap oh, no. uh, dry I shampoo. No. I Twizzler. No, no. So, so yeah. uh, for me, that the, the you you put you put in like a bunch of decorative uh, things. Like uh, it has to like come out of the top, and you can right, kind of see right, some right. of it. Uh-huh. The stocking is the wrapping, as yes. far as yeah. I'm concerned. Yes. All right, good. So, yeah. I'm right. with you on that, yep. the stockings. And I usually mine is, my wife knows what I like. She fills mine with mashed potatoes. Oh. My, my parents just put oranges in there. Okay. Yeah. Really? You That's do that, thing. too? Yeah. Um, yeah. It means you're a good boy. No, yeah. what it means is, all right, so. Not just oranges. It'd be other things. Oranges and, and coal. Uh, uh, so oh, and more oranges. No, so. <laughs> And oh, I didn't like it. Yeah, but like, but... like boxes, your bo- all your gifts are oranges. Mm-hmm. And try that one, son. Yeah. Now, hear me out. It's oranges. Um, I went to Mass a couple Great of years trip. ago, and I started giving my mom an orange in her stocking every year because the priest that they at that Mass had... The, the significance, insane. the significance of the orange is, um, is like prosperity for the year, right? So, like, if you had a good year, you were able to afford an orange. An orange, at a certain time, was a real delicacy, a luxury, a luxury, right. if you will. So, if you got an orange in your stocking, it was like you know. And in the manger, isn't the classic line Joseph said, "Chuck me an orange." Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he said. <laughs> Let me um, ask but- you. So, I have friends, and I don't know if this is because of their culture or if it's because they were really lazy. But uh, they are from Ireland, and what they did in, uh, is they had Santa um, wrap the room, and and none of the presents got wrapped, and so the kids just. <laughs> Busted through the doorway. I, I, that's not an like Irish a, tradition. Like yeah. a high school uh, that's football game. That's a cute game. idea. It is a cute idea. Uh-huh. In Dublin, we just wrap the room and let the kids run in like a football game. <laughs> all right, so all right, that's kind of like what the Easter Bunny does at our house with the string. Uh, oh, that's with, cool. with, the, with the yarn all through the house. Yeah, yeah. So you wrap up the entrance to the room. Yeah. And then so they it's bust a grand entrance. It. Well, I don't then, want to say grand, but it's not like a regular. Yeah, I know yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. So, so, oh, so then, therefore, um, the gifts you didn't have to do the wrapping. You bust through, and then all the gifts are there. And you listen. The, this, I guess I, they were just trying to cut Santa like some slack here. I hey. get, I get the idea of of uh, of of the mystery of opening up the the you know the unwrapping the gift. Ooh, what is it? I can't wait to see. And then you open up. Oh my gosh! And then the surprise and that everything. I get that. Same thing goes with birthday presents and stuff like that. Too, um, but it's some really- defy that. Some defy standard wrapping. You right? Yeah. Is what you, you cannot. So sure. my my thing this year is I might actually take a couple things, Preston, out of their boxes, assemble them while Claire is asleep, sure, and put like a ribbon on them because it would be either you get you unwrap a generic yeah, no, wrap yeah. box that has nothing that yeah. means nothing right. or if I set it up and she comes down and sees it yeah. that's better that's better some things you gotta put together yeah. so the company I was, Santa knows that yeah. the company I was talking about is Slay and on Instagram they're Slay for Gifts um, tell me if this is uh, if you would do this Preston so for 15 gifts it's 50 bucks 30 gifts 100 bucks they wrap everything for you that's oh, excellent yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah. Excellent. for yeah. sure yeah yep Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You're going to be my regular you're December 25th thing, baby. Thing, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. I, but, you know, it's, it's the problem is, is I don't purchase the gifts early enough and have them ready to go. Right. Can you do it? get them yeah, over there true, right. and, where they're going to have other customers and you right. got to get them there by a certain time. <laughs> Tell them you're on the radio. I'm just mm. bad at life. all of this. Oh. Not life. I've done a couple things, right? <laughs> but But mm. the whole thing creatively coming up with thing. Casey bought us yesterday as a gift 
uh, here, everybody on the show, a, a ping pong paddle and ping pong balls. Because here at our offices, they're, they're restructuring some things, and they put these outdoor ping pong tables yeah. out back. That is a thoughtful, creative gift. I don't have that in my brain. I can't come up with those ideas like Casey did. And as I was open, I'm like, man... How the hell do you think of these? I bet you do. So, besides, no, I don't. Trust me. You've um, given gifts. You have given gifts. Not unless it's Rochelle that handles everything. It's been because, a fluke. Because you've given gifts that I, th- I th- yeah, very thoughtful. You gave me, like, a really wonderful T-shirt collection of, I know people T-shirts, but they were all focused around things that I like, and it was good. Yeah, but I, it, those are rare. You know, I mean, some people are just good at it. Casey's yeah. good at it. Casey's I hate good it. at I have to work really hard to come up with good Well, that, that's good the thing. Ideas. Casey's good at, like, anybody. Like, if, when, yeah. if we do a Pollyanna, Casey, if, it doesn't matter who he gets, he'll have a good idea. The rest of us are like, I really hope no, we get I, this person because that's all that's I know. That's the only idea I have. I'm very yeah. good as well. I had, My wife always turns to me, and, and it happens this year. What about this person? How about that? Oh, my God, that's great. But you know the thing is, you also think out of the traditional box a little bit, uh-huh. you know. And I just to know oh. a little. So there's a person that we know who's always talking about their fire pit, their fire pit, their fire pit. And and so so Claire says, I don't know what to get them. I said, How about like a a a, a bouquet of those tuck-ins, which are, um, you know the uh, the the, 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 the s'mores, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. company called Tuckins. People yeah. love them, and and that's but those little things, right? You, you just yeah. kind of keep a little mental thing. Yeah, I can't do that. You can't do Hi, that, Marissa. Uh, see, on the contrary, Preston, I have friends who um <laughs> they only give gifts when they see something that reminds them of someone. That's sweet. So like they randomly had given me this um case once that held straws. It's pretty much like a cigar holder, but it was after my whole plastic straw thing. <laughs> and but it was really thoughtful and really sweet. And you do the same thing. So you give really good thoughtful gifts once in a while, and I think that counts. Okay. <laughs> once yeah. in a I was no, so no, no, mad. You're not an everyday as long, guy. As long my... as you hold on to that and that's the only time you give gifts, you're good. So my buddy called me the other day because he needed some ideas to get gifts for his family. And I gave him a great idea. I asked him price point. I said, how much did you want to spend per family? Okay, blah, blah, blah. And then I asked a couple of simple questions. I thought I gave him the best idea. Because what he said to me, he goes, I don't want to just get him a gift card, is yeah. what he said to me. I just saw him the other day. I'm like, so did you end up getting that thing? He goes, no, I just got him gift cards. I'm like, you a-hole. Well, he's just being like, lazy. But I disagree with you guys on the gift card. I'm, I'm I, okay the with gift, gift card cards. is an amazing gift. Absolutely. Don't underestimate it. You are absolutely right, Kathy. It used to be completely verboten, and now it is something that is absolutely, in fact, I encourage gift cards. Yeah. I didn't go, I'm, but make them. I'm not don't knocking the gift Don't get a gift card to, you know, for Micah City. Get yeah. something that yeah. they can but use. I'm not knocking the gift card, but. Don't take 20, day, 20 minutes out of my day to get my advice and then just go buy a gift card. Like, I could have totally not been on the phone for those 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, turning to friends is a great idea. You know, asking friends to help out if you can't come up with anything on your own, you know, or a friend of the person that you're buying for. Uh, Steve, I think it was your advice, and I started listening to it years ago, uh, just writing it down yep. throughout the year. Yep. I, I have a folder in my notes on my phone. It's it labeled gifts, and it'll be Andrea this. You know, if, if like, we're going to do a Pollyanna yeah. on the show, something for the show. It, because I... I can't press and think about it effectively on December 21st. Right. I, I And I'm a procrastinator. I'll wait until this week. I guess I have the hardest time buying for my wife because here's my thought process. So it's our money. Mm-hmm. Let me take some of your money and get something for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's I always thought. Feel, I, I know, but that's... I know. I'm, I'm like, well, if she really wants that, she'll just go get it. Or, or I, I, I don't know... It's, it's a conundrum. So, so <laughs> you're, you're saying, let's too. get something for the house, for us. 
I mean, at this point, you I know your wife, and she likes sentimental things. Like, if you did put some thought into an ornament, it would probably go a long way. Did you not put... The, the the M&Ms in that container because of the wrench song that you guys oh, the, love so the, much? the Hershey Kisses. Yeah, right. that so, was that, that my, my daughter asked me the other day, what's the greatest gift I ever got and, or ever bought for someone? I said that was probably it, the most thoughtful gift. So, and did you, she like it? Yeah, she did, but we were in a little fight at the time, oh, so okay. it didn't go as far as it She threw it off the roof into the strike. Probably because you yeah. forgot your anniversary or something. No, it wasn't. It was something. <laughs> no. So, yeah. no. no. You only did it one time. No. Just no. Around Christmas. It was spanking it with the uh, laptop. Of the... <laughs> but, Press, your your approach there, I think, is, is too practical of an approach in the sense that, like, yes, practically speaking, I'm just taking our money and doing this with, you know, and then you could just, but that's not. The, the the idea of that's not the thought you can't have. I know that what it is. Yeah. I, I just I I have a hard time with that. You okay? I I understand it. You what you you're, what you're articulating is the conundrum that many 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 people get, and that's why they they hate this time of year because the onus is on them to be that. I would say this: don't crush yourself with it. Kathy raises the point, which is it, it's just simply an expression of even if you do it and you fail, you tried, and it's just something to say. You don't want to say, "Hey, I'm going to get you a Lamborghini," you know, or, or something crazy. But you get those, the the kisses in the container was something that you know, yeah, that meant everything. That will that will supplant any sort of expensive gift or anything. That can mean the world, and with, that's something to remember. It, I, the I, joy I, of giving the gift is everything. I okay, uh, I, <laughs> I I know I'm way in the minority here. Yeah, but to me, it just feels like an obligation. It and, is. and and I don't want you to feel obligated to get me anything either. So it is, it's very bizarre. It, it is. I would rather get things at the moment when it feels right to give something because you were moved to give something rather than the state's coming up. Make sure you get something now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I so, but, no, but let me comfort you by that's saying. That's spirit of Christmas. Let me comfort you by saying <laughs> there's literally no way out. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I know. God, There's I, no way. I know, and I and, and I feel like a jerk for even complaining yeah. about but it. But I know, but you're, you, I guarantee you, many will agree with you. Okay. I um, remember one Christmas, my dad went out Christmas Eve to, get, and I remember my mom saying, "Like, did you get me something? Did you get me something? Like, because you always oh have to boy. remind my dad." Yeah. He went out Christmas Eve. My mom opened her gift on Christmas, gift on Christmas, and I just remember her face, like she turned like oh, beet man. red, and she wanted to kill him. It was candles from like TJ Maxx. Oh my god! <laughs> and that was it. And like, listen, <laughs> now mind good you, candles. Kathy, <laughs> see, some people are offended by that. The most, you know, and, and and it's hard to tell the simplest thing done with you know it's like hey you like that magazine i bought yeah. you you know and, he, and money doesn't get... even mean anything it, it, it means it means something a little extra oomph to it and i think it was because he went out christmas eve well, had he, was he got the candles yeah. prior to and had like a little gift under the tree she probably wouldn't have been as angry i, I right. agree a thousand percent all right so i understand the obligation approach but like the way i look at it is like this is this is an opportunity for me to make you happy yes you know, and to make you listen, like, the, I, I the love sheer, ideas, she's like, giving you also the opportunity to express your joy in in seeing her happy. Mm-hmm. The 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 uh, act of giving the gift is yeah. as a is is more important, I think, than the receiving. I so I'll get some things from my wife. She'll say, "Oh, I, you know, oh, here's something that I like, and and here's something, you know." And so I will get some good gift ideas, but the ones that I'm more excited about are the ones that go, "You know what, man." 
Ah, she didn't ask for this. I don't even know if she even knows that this thing exists, but I think she would like this. I have a couple yeah. on the list this year that I'm really excited about. Sometimes you, you go for it, and sometimes it'll be like, oh. And, and like, oh, I missed on that one. Oh, dude, I got her Rochelle told me that she's like, there's one gift I'm really excited yeah. uh, to give to you. And I'm like, oh. there's nothing Nothing. that I'm excited to give you. Um, Oops. So, so. Did you, do you have something? Oh, yeah, I have several things. All right. I have several things. But there's nothing that's like, wow, is she going to freak out when she gets this? You know what I mean? I don't know if you've seen it. And it it might be a last minute thing to add to the list. It is a, um, it's. It's a dildo mounted on like a Shut machine up. gun thing. Oh, yeah. All right, hear him out. Yeah. Hear him out. It, it's like it's like a, it's yeah, like, a, like a machine gun truck. You've yeah, seen yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. They, yeah, but they look expensive, like the, though. The perfect holiday gift. You know what? You can't put a price tag on them. <laughs> no, it's a gift that keeps on giving all year. Yes. Wait, can I, Steve? Let me ask <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, it's got a pull start. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! Son of a bitch! Yeah. Bastard's powerful. There you go. The automatic. Oh my god. Scaling toys. It oh, it's here. real? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, jeez. Come on, guys. What were you going to say? Come on, man. Hey, yeah. I think I'm, I'm talking sorry. About here. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm an influencer for this stuff. Uh, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. The machine gun, machine gun dildo company contacted me and said, let's collab. Let's collab. Let's collab. DM me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, wait. Separate note, Steve. Earlier in the conversation, you mentioned Tuckins. Yes. I just looked them up. What What is this? Are they local? Can I get them? They are. Christmas? They're local. They're a great company, and they've they're very charitable. And so we we've given them as gifts. They wait, are. You, is they, there like a storefront that I can go to, or no? No, but they. Uh, I don't, you know what? I don't know. We we ordered ours online. Uh, but they um the, so what they are is they're self contained s'mores and yeah. all all different flavors so they, they make already. Go, yeah, already you can do it over any fire source I need this they're, and they are awesome all right um, <laughs> any fire source even a uh, door flame yeah yeah right. you actually could yeah, yeah yeah all right we got some calls coming in case what what about Fox uh, Good Day yeah what about them how, how um, much when do we need to break how much time well do we, we either have break there? right now or we go for another ten minutes. Let's, what do you guys want to do? Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! 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 What happened to the Delta? I knew. All right. Anyway, okay. I'm going to go to. Let's go to some gift giving. We have a number of people who've been on hold for a while, so just hang tight there. Let me go to Erica because I'm interesting about. I'm interested about this system they have. Erica, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello. Hey. What's up? My family does this thing where you can't just open all your gifts at once. Like, you don't just go, like, buck wild and yep. everybody opens everything. So we all take our gifts and we sit in our little little chairs and um, we go by the youngest goes first and then you go up. Erica, may I ask you a quick question? How many members in your family? Uh, we usually do this like a Pollyanna type of thing. How many members so, are in your family? Like... 10, 12? Oh, no, my God. That is ludicrous. All right, go ahead. So, one at a time. Young is first. Yeah. So, uh, the thing is, when you open your present, that's all you can do. Um, no. Your card, if you have a card, that counts as a present. So, you can open your card, but you can't actually unwrap anything. Why do you do How this? Long does this well, we do this. Person? We do the same thing, and, and it's just to, you know, sort of... Um, oh. Well, no, it's to prolong the moment. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You use that deodorant. The entire year, especially for a child, yeah. the entire year, 
builds to this crescendo that is Christmas morning. And if you allow the children to just tear through their stuff, it is over in an instant. So, so if you can, because I, I understand the <laughs> disappointment when it's over. So what, that's we, we do the same exact thing. It's like, okay, Avery, you go. Now, Seamus, you go. Now, Casey, you go. Now, go. Wow. You know, and so, so it was, just, it was my, my oh. brother and, my, and, and I, so also my was, older brother, Gene, was out thanks, of the house Erica. by the time a lot, for a lot of the Christmas stuff. So we'd come down. We'd start opening. Thank you, thank you. If it came from Santa, you know, thank you to Santa. If it was my my parents, and and everything, we, we appreciated everything and spent time with it. Yeah. But it wasn't like we'd sit there and every oh look at look what I got, and so that was the deal. I've been to those houses where uh, it's like thirty five people and you're doing the one progression. Yeah. yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. why people hate uh, Kathy like baby showers and stuff like that, where that sort of glacial progression with a oh look I'm doing the ribbon and it's not like that it's not it's just it's it's just uh, somewhat somewhat orderly you right? just pray that one of the gifts is a gun so you can blow your brains out but it's also so like I mean as you know um uh what do you prophets of Santa Claus uh we like to um see the kids' reactions yes. on when they're opening their, their gifts and stuff like that. So Hook up webcams. If they're all opening it at the same time, then then we don't get the joy of, of seeing how excited or I whatever they are. I hear you. So, Listen, it's all a matter of choice. But it's not as like... Yeah. It's not like that. It's, what, for you know, Christmas? For Christmas. No, yeah. That, By the way... So I was in there with you. No, so. it was a heart. <laughs> I know. What's Kathy doing in my heart? I'm in your heart. <laughs> By the way, I take video every year of the kids opening presents. I don't think I've ever watched Watch one it. of them but not you, one time. You will li- someday. You, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll open when them you're up. like on your deathbed, you're like, <laughs> right? Oh, <yeah."> exactly. <laughs> run, run that video. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Let me go to some other calls here. I'm going to go to. Uh, this is interesting. I'm going to go to Steve. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Hey. What's I up? Got Steve? a way to get out of wrapping. Okay. Wife and I have been doing this for the last couple of years. Whatever gifts you give out, take your iPhone, take a picture of every gift, print out the picture, put them in envelopes with the person's name. Oh, that's they, so boring. They open that, they're just as surprised, and then you just give them the gift. I love now, it. do the envelopes match the Christmas tree? Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, I'll stick a bow on an envelope. So, wait a second. So, here's, here's part of the, 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 the why I hate wrapping gifts, okay? So, perfect scenario. This was night before last. I'm, I'm cutting... The you know the, the the paper to fit the the the, the present, and then I, I cut it to what I think fits properly. <laughs> and what I had done when I you know you have to cut one way yeah. and then the other way. Well, I had I had moved the gift over to the side to cut <laughs> one way, and then I lined it up to cut the other way. When I put it back on to cut the other way, I had turned it sideways <laughs> the other way, and it was it was rectangular. And then I went to wrap it, and I'm like. As I'm doing this, I'm like, I effing hate this. I effing hate this. I hate that. I hate that. Well, you know what you do? You take all the shrapnel pieces of the of the paper. You tape it over the holes, and then you hold the best <laughs> the I best part of the yeah. package Forward. pointed out under the tree. I do that. All, right. all you need to do is obscure what it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I th- I feel like you're doing it wrong. And Kathy, agree with me or disagree with me? But when you you only have to measure once, and you cut all the way through. You don't cut. Out the individual um, paper for that individual. Are you cutting present. it off of the roll? Yeah. Are you cutting the paper? Yeah, no, he, yeah. he's doing it. And then you, yeah, he just yeah. cut it too small. To make it fit, you gotta, yeah, you, you gotta cut too. Why don't yeah. you just? Why don't you just get cans of spray paint? Yeah. And then I, that's, <laughs> I'll be down with that. And then, and then you give them turpentine. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, to uh, well, they to open the package, it, right? Yeah. yeah, the package. Just open the package. Whatever's inside won't be harmed. My only complaint about wrapping is I never find a comfortable position to wrap presents. Oh my, right? You gotta get it. You gotta get a gift wrapping that, station. You yeah. need the yeah. so. Okay, yes, you're you're absolutely correct. You need. That's why I want this gift wrapping station yeah. case. Like my back will hurt. Mm-hmm. My knees hurt. I can't yeah. do it on the floor. No, I just, you my know, wife has no. a, a yes. super long table which right, I move got... up into place. And, and then there's the caddy, which has the different things in it. It's not like she's, you know, candy spelling, but she has her system. I've learned that it is impossible for me to cut wrapping paper without my tongue sticking out like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> it goes up on my I upper left mean, lip. Yes. Uh, 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 and I can't do it without it. I can't do it without it. When you rap, do you put on mood stuff? Do you put on mood music? Do you put on Hallmark Christmas movies? No. We oh, put okay. Well, you, Rochelle well, will, but, but I just put something Grinch on TV. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to rap these gifts. I don't want to at all. Mm-hmm. You're not I, alone, Preston. There are quite a few texts coming in that are supporting you. and, and uh, I've noticed. I haven't, yeah. I haven't pointed that out, but yeah, there's the majority of the texts coming across. Agreeing with me, yeah, lots of Grinches. Uh, here you go. Let's go. Yeah, we'll go to we'll go to Matt. Agrees with me. Hey, Matt, how you doing? Hey, Preston, how you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Um, you know, I, I I don't think you're a Grinch at all, honestly. To be honest, I I I'm in my 30s now, and the only people I really shop for is I have a nephew, and I just uh, proposed to my uh, girlfriend a, a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. I hope she Thank said yes. I, I inherited 10 nieces and nephews on that side. Wow. Yeah. So um, wow. she's your fiance now, not your girlfriend, but. That's kind, of, that's kind of where I stand. And everything else, I don't need nothing. I just want to be able to give, you know, to the charity. I want to be able to. Because I don't need much. I'm a simple, you know. So, Preston, you're not a Grinch. So. All right. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. And listen, I, I know what you're saying. And I, uh, listen, I, I'm not anti it. I just am not good at it. And you and feel, feel, you feel bad. inferior. You feel so, and, and you feel bad. This is something that I think is completely legit. You yeah. don't want to feel, you feel like you're you're not l- rising to the challenge. And that's what a lot of people say. Yeah, and they feel, it's... some people feel sad also. Whether their financial situation, a lot of people in a yeah. very hard way this year and can't provide. Sure, sure. Just know that that whatever you do, if it's from the heart, and that will, that's all it is. Because if the the people in your life love you, they love, they really. For most people, I think the joy is as with Rochelle. She has this thing she wants you to see, and that's going to make her her, her day. Um, and, and really just being with people. What I'd rather do is want, let me cook a great meal for yeah. you guys. Or Wrap something it. like that. And, and and you know what I mean? I know that's not saying much. But, no, it but is. That's, that's putting in some labor and doing something that I yeah. would like to share. And you're and, good at? Uh, I'm okay at it. But, um, yeah, so. Give her drum lessons. I could do yeah. that. Hang on a second here. This is an interesting uh, thing. Uh, I'll go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning, Preston. How are you today? Wonderful, Lisa. What's up? So my kids are teenagers, and they would always complain about the broken down trash cans we had at Christmas time. Or, excuse me, all year round. Yeah. Okay. So at Christmas time, I just put their presents in brand new trash cans. <laughs> <with> giant <laughs> so all their gifts were in were in trash cans. I love I like that. That's awesome. Actually, a container that would hold a lot of your stuff. Yeah. With, that would just deliver one wrapping um, requirement would be sensational. And then Lisa, they could just open them up inside the trash can, and all the trash is already in there. Exactly. 
I love it. Nice. The fun part, because they were giant trash cans, is trying to get them to reach to the bottom. Get the little things that fell to the bottom. Let let me ask Kathy one quick question here. So as you're unwrapping, I make, I, I, it freaks me out when there's, uh, the wrapping paper immediately goes into a garbage bag. Yeah, oh, I, I have a bag next to me. Yes. And then, like, e- yeah, even, like, the little I plastic. I do not like it. I don't. And, the, and then once it's unwrapped, I re-display it and on a on an, angle an angle under the tree. Yeah, I'm All with right. you, Steve. A right angle? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> um, that's my OCD. <laughs> I'm the same exact way, but I was able to sort of turn it into a... A game for the children because ki- kids don't like to clean up. And so if you wrap it, uh, take the wrapping paper, put it into a ball, and then you hold the trash bag up. Oh, that is a good basketball. Now, now we're going to play okay. Daddy Won't Hit Me If. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> That is a good idea. Yeah. You just say, hey, over here. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kathy. Yeah. Where would Santa Claus get giant bows? Giant bow. Are you giving someone a car that you were supposed to? I love. Yeah, like car size giant bow. Uh, not car size. Maybe yeah, like a table size. Okay. All right. Bow. May I just jump in here quickly with an observation? A commercial I can't stand. It's been running for a couple of years now. That bitch who wants the car. <laughs> that was yeah. supposed to be the for red hey, one. Hey, yeah. I bought us two things. I bought me one too. It's it's like a two. It looks like Fitbits. Yeah. I bought you one. I bought me. Here you go. Oh, I bought us cars. <laughs> And they go out to the driveway, and then... <laughs> yeah, she, she takes the nicer one. Yeah, she takes the nicer one. Yeah, she, she, she cheats out. You just gave me, you just gave me a, the same thing you bought yourself. Yeah. You whore. <laughs> Wait a minute. I haven't seen this, and, oh. and what's your issue with it? It's, she, I, they, yeah. they go out, there's, there's, is it even Christmas morning? Are I they think, just, I think are they just is. throwing gifts at each other? Yeah, it's a, it's an SUV it's not even and wrapped. a pickup truck. And I don't think it's Christmas morning, because uh, she comes in, I bought us two early Christmas presents. Right. Oh, and here, she so yeah, paying attention. Right. And he's like, oh, that's really nice. I bought two presents for us as well early on. Right. And then somehow she missed two vehicles in their driveway. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> and so she takes the one that she wants. And he says, oh, actually, I bought that one for myself. And she says, I'd love it. And he says, oh, I'm cool with red. You know, so this P whipped uh, loser has to go get his. <laughs> yeah. By the oh, way, yeah. by the way, yeah. uh, SNL did finally did a great parody yes, on who's, who's giving cars. Yeah. And, the and by the way, afford it at all. Yes. Uh, and my question has always been: Is it a flat out? Did you buy it? Did you flat out buy this car? Yeah, guys. Like, or no, did I you take it. care of the? <laughs> <laughs> you leased it, right? So are you taking care of the payments? Yeah. And then the neighbor comes over. He's like, "Dude, I just you. I barred. just lent you money. I just lent you five thousand dollars. And you're out here buying a luxury car." <laughs> yeah, I love the wife. The wife's uh, reaction is. Alexis? <laughs> we cannot afford Alexis. You've been out of work since March. Yeah. And he goes, and he goes, well, COVID, last March. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Hey, it's a time of giving. It's time of love and, uh, yeah. and uh, family and all these wonderful things. But I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to relate with a certain... Portion of our audience that might feel the same way, but over, overwhelmingly everybody feels the other way. So we know that. But actually, we did post a uh, um, a poll on our social media as to whether you yeah. actually like, like Kathy does, actually rapping as part of the enjoyment of this time of year. Yes. 
So if you want to submit to that, you certainly can do that. We're not going on Fox oh. 29. They what thought happened? We were, they thought we were off today. Yeah. Aww, so I don't normally have second. a conversation on Wednesday or Tuesdays about this. I well, don't know. Uh... I wanted to say hi to Mike, man. And oh. also, I was corresponding with Mike, and he said, look forward, we'll see on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think something. I think My they bad. heard about our Christmas plans. Yep. That must have been it. Sorry, guys. Oh. Um, all right. Well, let's take a break because we've uh, we still got a lot of show to go, and we're going to get to the Bizarre File when we return. So make sure you stay with us because we'll be back in just a moment. It wouldn't be the end of the year without a year-end countdown. It says so here in the Radio for Dummies handbook. And who's WMMR to buck tradition? Announcing the top 25 songs of 2020. Go to WMMR.com and vote for your favorite rock songs from this past year, like new music from Foo Fighters, ACDC, and newer bands like Dirty Honey. We'll tally up your votes and count them down New Year's Eve at 7 with an encore New Year's Day at 3 p.m. MMR's Top 25 of 2020 Countdown from the station that can totally handle counting backwards. We think 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul With a corncob pipe and a button nose And two eyes made out of coal Frosty the snowman is a fairy tale they say He was made of snow but the children know How he came to life one day There must have been some magic in that old sick hat they found For when they placed it on his head He began to dance around Oh, Frosty the snowman Was alive as he could be And the children say he could laugh and play Just the same as you and me Oh, thumpity thump thump thumpity thump thump Look at Frosty go! Thumpity thump thump thumpity thump thump over the hills of snow. Frosty the snow. Oh, is it <laughs> Frosty the snowman knew the sun was hot that day. So he said, let's run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. Down to the village with the broomstick in his Running here. Oh, that's the end. Because <laughs> it, it stops. <laughs> Did you know it stops? I, I I was not made aware that it stops. Let us uh, do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Running very late with this, so I apologize. Brought to you by God Shawls. Make the switch. God Shawls real. Wood smoked uh, 80% less fat turkey bacon. And check out Brian Westbrook's game day recipe at GodShawls.com. Uh, we'll start with this. A man says that the person who delivered his newspaper Monday also defecated in his yard. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that one of the news stories in the paper? Merry Christmas, I guess. So, Man uh, finds turd in yard. Written yeah. in crayon. 
Uh, Terry Williams is the one who said, now, Williams gets New York Times on weekends only. He says Saturday's delivery was special and not in a good way. He said the driver came through his gate as usual, punching in the gate code, but stopped short of Williams' house. The surveillance video is grainy, but it shows a driver squatting down in the bushes alongside the road. Williams said, why would somebody come into somebody's yard, drop their pants, defecate, wipe himself up, and then leave the papers and the pile right there? Because not wiping would be barbaric. Williams said that it happened just at uh, four after four in the morning. <laughs> An employee coming in hours later noticed the mess along with used paper towels. Uh, he said he's got paper, blue paper wrappings that they actually put the newspaper in. He could have cleaned it up, put it all in that, hauled it off, and nobody would have ever known. When the driver finished, he continued to Williams' home, dropped off the newspaper before he took off, leaving Williams and his employee to deal with what was left behind. That's pretty disgusting. Williams has tried repeatedly to get through to the New York Times. With no luck, he also filed a police report with the sheriff's office. And according to the sheriff's report, the deputy investigating did reach out to the New York Times. A spokesperson said that uh, the people delivering the paper are third-party contractors and that she would share the deputy's email address with that contractor. Yes, America's paper of record. Yeah, well, your driver just took a dump in my yard. <laughs> uh, it's a misdemeanor, by the way, and they are working on identifying the perpetrator. The police are investigating an incident involving a youth who trespassed into the white rhinoceros enclosure at the Singapore Zoo on Thursday. Videos show the man doing a backflip inside the enclosure with the rhinos before leaping over the barricade and back onto the visitor's footpath. What the hell is this? Yeah, four rhinos can be seen inside the enclosure. Oh, wow. That's amazing. The original video was uploaded onto the youth's TikTok account but appears to have been taken down. Wildlife Reserve Reserves Singapore said that it filed a police report and it condemned the youth's actions in a Instagram story calling it reckless and mindless act, which is socially irresponsible, extremely dangerous, and simply disrespectful to nope. wildlife and animals. Oddly enough, you're probably safer in a rhino enclosure than you would be in a hippo enclosure. Uh, the zoo operator also urged people not to pull such stunts as lives could be put in danger. In November of 2018, Malaysian contract worker uh, was mauled to death by three white tigers after he deliberately climbed into the exhibit at the Singapore Zoo as well. What is it with people in doing this? It's insane. A grandmother in Scott County, Tennessee, has been accused of stealing her own grandchild's Christmas gifts from under the tree and pawning it for cash. During an investigation, police found one of the stolen items, a Nintendo Switch, had been pawned at the Winfield Pawn Shop by 43-year-old Amy Best. Uh, Best was charged with theft under $1,000 and is being held. Um, other gifts that were stolen are still missing, but police are still investigating that. Andrea Ellis of Illinois says she recently got a package from Kohl's that she knew contained some garden flags she had ordered. But when she reached inside to pull them out, she also saw a biohazard bag containing someone's COVID-19 test oh, specimen. Oh, my oh God. no. She said the bag was labeled with a woman's name, date of birth, and her doctor's contact information in Richmond, Virginia. You can buy that stuff from Kohl's? Which is where the package had shipped from. Oh. Uh, the test was handed off to the health department, and officials there said that they are trying to contact health officials in Virginia to track down the patient. Jeez. Meanwhile, Kohl's has issued an apology and says that they've launched an investigation noting that packages came from an outside direct ship vendor. And then we'll do one more quick story. <clears throat> In the nearly 20 years since September 11 terrorist attacks, the Federal Air Marshal Service 
has suffered enough controversy, scandals, and investigations to fill an armory. Its latest scandal and investigation may not come as much of a surprise, but air marshals in the know have given it a catchy name. This time they're calling it Bonergate. Bonergate. Roughly 20 air air marshals posted to the agency's Dallas field office have been disciplined in recent weeks and months following a secretive two-year internal investigation of a Viagra smuggling and distribution ring among employees and supervisors there, current and former air marshals have said. How do they identify the perps? Uh, How do they identify them? (laughs) Yeah, that's a good question. (laughs) Look, he's got a bone. Whether the practice extends beyond Dallas to other air marshals' offices around the country is unclear, but sneaking drugs back into the country is not unheard of among federal air marshals. The approximately 3,000 armed law enforcement officers are highly regarded for their skilled marksmanship, but has seemed to have largely brought trouble onto themselves in recent years. There have been various arrests, including a murder-for-hire plot, a gun-buying wow. scheme uh, that uh, shook the top levels of the agency, and allegedly allegations of discrimination against minorities, women, and gay people. Then came the badge bunny who rearranged flights for tryst, followed by the sex tape of a prostitute, made with a government phone that underscore an overreaching party hardy attitude rife with misconduct. Sounds their, like they got a handle on things. Their latest scandal centers on a handful of air marshals who purchased the medication abroad, where it, often it costs significantly less than in the United States, and skirting checkpoints uh, secreted the prescription drugs back into the country. And these air marshals who do not face the same levels of uh, security screening as the flying public then sold the pills to co-workers some simply has to be reimbursed, while others allegedly made a small profit, current and former air marshals have said. You have a massive erection. <laughs> so this investigation has been going on for a couple of years, and they finally have uh, busted some of the people are, that are doing it. So Bonergate. Bonergate. Yeah. Boner. All right, and there you go. You have a massive erection. That got a boner. is what I have in the bizarre <laughs> file. Why don't we take a break? Oh, I do want to remind you, a Daily Rush video, I forgot to mention this yesterday. It's called The Advisor. It's my new character. <laughs> it says, listen, boy, the advisor is some good information from a man who's made mistakes. You can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. So if you get a chance to watch but uh, The one that had me cracking up I was watching recently is uh, E.T. on The Bachelorette. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I watch it over and over laughing my ass off. E.T.'s a very knowledgeable little uh, space alien. If you get a chance, uh, check out the Daily Rush videos. You can do it at PrestonC.com or on our YouTube page. It's true. We are going to take a break and come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The Sweatshop Players present a Charlie Brown Day Christmas or On the Road of Life, You're Just a Skidmark. As we join the Peanuts gang, Charlie Brown Saint and his friend Anus are having a talk. That's another Christmas and I'm still alive. What's wrong, Charlie Brownstein? Well, Anus, I just can't get into the Christmas spirit because everyone hates me. What gave you that silly idea, Charlie Brownstein? This Christmas card? Here, read it. Dear Charlie Brownstein, everyone hates you. Best wishes, your mother. P.S. You're bald. Only there was something that could give me a real Christmas rush. I know. How about cat tranquilizers? No, thanks. I tried that stuff once and it made me think that all the adults sound like trombones. Later that day, Charlie Brownstein and Anus meet up with Very Lucy. Charlie Brownstein, you blockhead, what are you doing? Well, Very Lucy, I was just standing here, existing. Well, stop it! Here, fall forward onto my hand and choke yourself to death. Very Lucy, Charlie Brownstein was just trying to get into the Christmas spirit by picking a Christmas tree for our Christmas play. Charlie Brownstein, you blockhead! One day I will dance in your blood and it will be the happiest day of my life. Very Lucy, your contempt for Charlie Brownstein has become very alarming. Show it, Annis, or I'll have snoopy crap on your blanket. Sorry, Brownstein, you're on your own. That night, everyone gathered at the school to rehearse for the Christmas play. Hey, Scrooter, where are you playing? It's Beethoven. Really? Was Beethoven gay? Because it sounds gay. Are you gay? Is that why you play gay music? Or would you like to kiss a pretty girl like me? Uh, yeah, I'm gay. Hey, everyone. I used all the money for the play to buy us a Christmas tree. Charlie Brownstein, you blockhead, that's not a tree, it's a toilet brush. That's, I wonder why I found it in the toilet. Can anyone tell me the true meaning of Christmas? I can, Charlie Brownstein. Lights, please. Christmas is the birthday of Jesus. That's it? That's all you have for me? Where's the inspirational Bible passage? Dude, let's face it, you blew our play money on a toilet brush. Just accept your ass kicking and let's go on with our lives. Wait, that's it. What's it, Charlie Brownstein? Christmas is like life. Even though you get your butt kicked, God will always be there to help you get on with your life. Whoa, you mean to tell me you got all of that from a toilet brush? Charlie Brownstein, of all the Brownsteins, you are the brownest. Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas, Charlie Charlie Brownstein. Well, I tell you what, folks, we're running out of time for the year for the President Steve Show, so we had better pay close attention and notice some things oh. before the year ends. I guarantee you that. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. It's the Christmas edition of The Noticer. Mm. He's noticing things in a Yule way, so I, you don't have to. That's correct. So I've noticed as I was out shopping the other day 
uh, that uh, things like Fitbits are still quite prevalent and they, that people, you know, will buy them as gifts. They are. They've really upped their line. So the big uh, competition is between the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. which has a whole suite of health apps, and That's the Fitbit. Yeah. Uh, and um, a lot of times the Apple Watch has, uh, for many people, more than they need. Well, oh, yeah. yes. No, I, I just got one. And okay. so, like... I'm An a Apple little, Watch? Yeah, I'm like yeah. a little overwhelmed with all of the stuff. But I mean, I basically got it because I wanted that activity. That's great. And all that kind of stuff, yeah. yeah. Well, over the last few years, the theory that walking 10,000 steps a day has become popularized is the key to health and weight loss. However, according to a study, walking 10,000 steps a day won't actually prevent weight gain or uh, lead to weight loss either. In fact, it's the- I've known about this. I just knew it couldn't be possible. They're just walking. Te- They're just uh, walking. Accumulating that amount of steps. No, it's so. Example, for example, here, when when uh, when I had not to go back to the prostate thing, but when I had the prostate surgery, they in preparation they tell you to walk two miles, you know, a day, just to get you know your core and everything up to speed and get set for the the, the process. And people would say, I, oh, I think I walked about two miles today. It's like no, 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 no. It's uh, you know you have to have a, a concentrated bit of exercise. It's not like well, I, when you add them together, I did. I it's did. like yeah. I think it just encourages people to because yeah. you now you're looking at it and you're you're aware of it, so it encourages people to get out and do something, and that, which then eliminates more time sitting home on the couch. Or well, eating. that's better. So that's the good part yeah. of this. Now, if you're thinking that you're losing weight, you're not. Okay, just by doing that, right? Yeah. So, to. but but it is overall, it's good in that, and at the, at the end of this, they they surmise there's there's, there's light at the end of the it tunnel. Ke- well, it keeps you from living a sedentary life. So, what but, if, if you're walking those, you know, and sometimes people will hold weights in each hand, Preston, and sometimes people will hold turkey legs in each hand, right? Yeah, right. You know, but I don't see. Okay, so explain to me because I don't know. Right. I I think I disagree a little bit. To find out whether thousands of steps were actually making a difference when it came to weight, researchers from Brigham Young University conducted a study on college freshmen. Researchers analyzed 120 freshmen during their first six months of college as they participated in a step counting experiment with participants walking either 10,000, 12,500, or 15,000 steps a day, six days a week for 24 weeks. In addition to the steps, research also tracked the students' caloric intake and weight. According to their findings, which were published in the Journal of Obesity, the number of steps did not prevent students from gaining weight, even among those who were walking 15,000 steps Yeah, but a day. what are they eating? That's the that, problem. Well, it's they, the they, first they, six months of college. That's really <laughs> the main thing of, of weight loss. It, you can yeah. exercise your brains out, but but the um, it's, it's calorie intake. So Here's what, the deal. Hang on. Okay. Rather, researchers found that at the end of the period, the students had gained an average 3.5 pounds, roughly the amount that is commonly gained during students' first year at school. So yeah. whether you're doing it or not so here, is what they're saying, you're going to gain the weight. Here's my thought, is that if you, okay, so if you're not doing that, if you're not walking those miles and you do everything this you you do everything the same you did in your life, and then all of a sudden you get up and you start walking and you do an additional, whatever, 10,000 steps a day. That's going to shed something. Yeah, well, here's the deal. I would say, I, I'd say this. So if you walk like uh, like I, I I hike or I do the treadmill every day, depending on what the, you know, as we get into the winter, sometimes it becomes a little bit more problematic. But, um, yes, so you, you will burn off calories, but always it has to do with caloric intake. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, they're, fre- fre- if they're freshmen in college. I mean, freshman 15 is actually a real thing. Oh, but yeah. you're missing the part here. Oh. They, they gained an average of 3.5 pounds, roughly the amount that is commonly gained during students' first year of school 
anyway. So these okay. are the people that did the steps. So even if you didn't do the steps or you didn't do that much, you're going to gain about but the same I'm amount th- of weight but anyway. But is that, did, did they do those additional steps than what they would have normally done on a daily basis? I'm assuming so. They had them. I, I mean, don't. That's what I mean. I don't think it is. They'd I don't have think to do. They, they'd have to figure so out. So you're what saying the, you're believing the average college kid would would would, would walk fifteen thousand steps anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Right. That I don't know. You know well, what I'm saying? So of course the they're going to gain the traditional three pounds yeah. or whatever right, it is because right, right. that's what happens. Okay. Yeah. So the I, bottom line is, and what I think, and I'm not a, I am not a doctor. No, you're a gynecologist. I'm a gynecologist. That's a doctor. But is that you have to raise your heart level? You have to raise your your heartbeat. And you have to keep it consistent in okay. order to burn fat, yeah, right, in order right, to burn right. more calories. And therefore, my, my theory is if you're not sweating, if you don't break a sweat, you haven't really done the burning that needs to be done. So here's the deal. Um, yeah. And again, my, my trainer, Dwayne, has said it countless times when people come in. I've seen them. You know, I want to lose weight. He'll say eat less. And, but if you, if you want to. But if you add on muscle, you can help your body burn more yeah. calories sure because you muscle yep, and you become you become healthier kathy to your point getting up and walking around uh is is much better and at least being cognizant of your mo of your moving having something that says like as it does work with the lose it app you're kind of seeing a layout of what you're doing yeah, yeah, yeah. and it helps motivate you so here the summary is yes it's good for you none it of this the researchers mm-hmm. did note that the increased steps meant an overall positive impact on physical activity patterns, which they stated may have other emotional and health benefits. The biggest benefit of step recommendations is getting people out of a sedentary lifestyle. Even though it won't prevent weight gain on its own, more steps is always better for yep. you. But if you're getting this and you're thinking that, you're, that your 10,000 steps a day is going to start dropping the weight off, it's not going to. But I would say, to, and, and I agree you got to do more. I think you can be encouraged by seeing your... Absolutely. That's yeah, yeah, a yeah. first step... <laughs> agree in the right direction no 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 yeah, i yeah, i, I yeah. agree but if you think that that's all you need to do Mm-mm. it's, it's, it's better case. than getting its competitor which is the fat bit mm. the fat <laughs> bit <laughs> which how much cake yeah. you eat in a day oh yeah okay fat bit is a bad system okay. yeah now listen I, i've recently taken off uh some weight and you've done a great job by the way and i appreciate that thank you but um, the physical activity is only a minor part of right. it. Now, now yeah. the physical activity is a benefit of the weight loss that I have achieved, and the weight loss that I have achieved has come strictly from diet. Yes, and, and so and also, but you get spurred on, and you can be more physical right. and enjoy physical things more. Yes, so uh, you, you talk po- about walking, right? And right. so I, I, you know, I made sure that on the days that I didn't really feel like exercising, yeah. I at least went out and walked a few miles, right? Yeah. And then, like, and then I was able to run, you know. Um, and that's an, an annoying thing, by the way, because I don't have the Fitbit, but I do have the Apple Watch, and I have these little rings, and I don't even know what the rings do. The rings are the rings <laughs> are good. They're, they're, so they're they're a summary. You can, but I you, know you have the running app and the jogging app and the walking. Yeah, app. Yeah, I use the Strava app, but like what yeah. I, what pisses me off, Steve, is I will run two miles, and that's yeah. a decent amount, but. The the threshold for these guys on on the on the watch is like a half hour. Well, I, I don't run them two miles and a half hour. I run it in twenty some odd minutes. Right, right. And so I don't get like full credit. It's like, dude, come on, man, come and suck it. <laughs> yeah, suck it. Um, have you guys uh, or do you know anything about that Noom um, thing I, it's, that's being advertised? I, I've seen it. I haven't really it? done it's any. It's a research psychological on it. approach to food intake. That's yeah. how they touted. It's more. It's really focused. This the way is, Lose It was sort of pressed and out of the gate. A um, 
a calorie counter that allowed you to work within your own your own system, you know, what you like to eat right. and the foods that you like. Yeah. This is actually even, from what I understand, it's more overarching and your attitudes towards yeah. things. I mean, that's what the advertising It's a modification. Say, and, and so I don't know much about it except what I've seen uh, in television commercials, but it looks like an effective way to get you to change the way you think about uh, caloric intake. And they say it's very similar in a way to BustyAsians.com. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that. Mm-hmm. I think you're conflating There's some the interesting, and, and I've had success in weight loss, there's some interesting things you can do, like using a small plate. Yeah. Believe it or not. Like a salad plate oh, instead yeah. of a dinner plate. And you hit can, yourself over the head with it. No, and you make yourself... That's that's your dinner. You yep. well, you, well, you, now you don't mound everything up so it's a foot high. No, but that's it. You you you've got to you got to learn portion control and things like that. And it takes a little time to do it. Also, you got to do it in steps. Find healthy stuff, or you can find stuff that you really love the taste of. Yeah, it's out there. Mm-hmm. That's actually less calories that will fill you up. That you know. That'll be good for you. I happen to have adapted. I love the Mediterranean diet now. Yeah. Um, except I have to eat it in Italy. Okay. <laughs> I, I uh, and to me, it's it's um that's really worked for me. I love it. Well, what's worked for me this time around was that I didn't uh, have a, a date that I started. Okay. Well, this Monday. Yep. This Monday I start. I, I really eased into it, and it wasn't because. And I was I had been thinking about it a lot over the past couple of months because you know I know for me because I was I, I was obese and you know and now I'm just fat. But um, getting into the mental space that would allow me to restrict calories and, and, you know, not starve myself and all that, like squeezed really helped, didn't it? It did. I mean, it it sort of jumpstart things for me, but trying to do it all starting on a certain day. That's hard. It's hard and damn near impossible. And and what worked for me was sort of easing into it. And I was talking to a friend of mine about it because this person wants to. They want to change a lot of things about themselves. I said, well, you can't do it all in one day because then you'll just fail. So, like, you got to take baby steps. Well, kind yeah. of, you know, like yeah. think about where you want to be and think about where you are and, and maybe ease yourself to yeah. point yeah, B. Yeah, that's what you got to do, know? even with exercise. If you think, I'm, all right, I'm going to start doing uh, uh, cardio, you know, and I'm going to do an hour of cardio a day. No, start with 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes, and then uh, in three days, try 15 minutes. And then after that, go to 20, and you will be surprised at how much more you can do if you ease into it that way. Cardi B, then Cardi, Cardi O. o. Yes. 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 It's well, alphabetically. Yes, you got to work that way. CD, yes. <laughs> um, Casey, the circles on your Apple uh, Watch, they are now available uh, on Apple TV+. Plus. There's this, uh, I just noticed this uh, last night or the night before, and hmm. it's home workouts. I haven't tried it yet, but I, I think I'm going to give it a shot over the holidays. And, huh. and it's a new app that showed up on Apple TV, um, and it's it's all home workout based. Nice. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a shot. Have to check that out. There's a text from somebody, I don't know if they've done it. It says, Newman's like, lose it, but you have to pay for it. Oh, it's not worth for it. that. Now, <laughs> you can pay for a version of lose it if you want to. Yeah, there's mm. there's added things yeah. like they, they added porn. water in the porn and stuff like <laughs> that. You know what I, I will do? It, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Preston. Well, I'm going to move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I want to get to some things, if you, get, if you don't mind. Because I did notice some other things. He's noticed some other things he's noticed, and we've got to get to them. Uh, I, we're talking about physical activity, and I noticed a record has been broken from broken from an athlete that I wasn't sure would ever be broken. A record for the most soccer goals for a single club set by Pele in 1975 has fallen at last. Oh, my God. Barcelona. Uh, Barcelona's uh, Lionel Messi surpassed the record with a total of 644 yesterday wow. in the second half of Barcelona's 3-zip to zip win. Now, it says here by a club. Does that mean 
This individual has not scored 644 goals, has he? In his career? In his career, I think, yeah. That's a ton, man. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. He and um, uh, Ronaldo go back and forth for the most um, profitable athletes in the world. So he yeah. scored 640 goals in, in one game, in and one then game, yeah. what right. was the second game? Yeah. It was it another was two or three? Two. But you know what? Yeah. Pele played for a bunch of different clubs throughout his career. He ended okay. up playing in uh, New York at one point. And, really? And, yeah, yeah. So he ended up in, in like, towards the, the running end of his away career. Club? He was <laughs> in the running... They didn't play soccer. They just... <laughs> ran. We just we just ran away. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't in a... He was an honorary member. Okay. Like, all right. Uh, gotcha. And no, no no goals that season, obviously. No, nope, because nope. he was running away. He just ran running the whole time. Uh, yeah. Pele set his record during his 18 years playing for Santos. Okay. Okay. So, so I, I watched this really, really interesting TED Talk. It was from a few years ago, and I can share it with you guys if you want to see it. And it's not that long. It's maybe like 10 to 14 minutes long. But this guy talks about how athletes over the years, and we'll say the last century, haven't necessarily gotten bigger, faster, and stronger. Okay. It's almost like the technology has actually made them bigger, faster, stronger. So you take the guy who uh, won the uh, 100-meter dash, right. you know, back in the uh, – like Jesse Owens or somebody like that. And it, it, you put him up against like a Usain Bolt, right? And Usain Bolt beat him by, you know, God. You know, maybe, well, <laughs> many seconds, right? Oh, yeah. But if you were to take Jesse Owens and put him – on the same track material with the same clothes and all that stuff that Usain Bolt. Same shoes. Same and, shoes and, and, right, and all right. of that. Uh, and maybe. they were able to extrapolate. Like Usain Bolt only beat him by like maybe a tenth of a second or something so like th- that. So there is probably a case to be made for the – there's also a case to be made for the, the training methodology Correct. too and what we've learned about um, and I guess kinesiology and all of that. Mm-hmm. And nutrition too. And nutrition, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and little and the chocolate donuts. Can, like I did downed a lot of donuts. <laughs> uh, no, but the way they can they – can, Pinpoint specifically yeah, sure. exactly what you what your body needs to attain these right. goals by who you are. No, right? that's exactly right. Yeah. They talked about the the uh, per- first person who ran a sub four minute mile, and you know, and and then between that guy and you know, led recently now like. Almost everybody's running a sub four minute mile. I am. And, oh, I'm, me too. It's so easy these days. Um, but and they they really because they were running on um, they were running on like charcoal uh, basically. Briquettes? Well, not briquettes, but <laughs> ash. They were they were running on on ash and oh, okay. uh, yeah. It was, uh, Roger Bannister, right? Is that who that was? The first like he's like uh, he's he's, David Banner. No, I no, no. I, um, he was like the Sir Edmund. This Hillary. how I run. <laughs> He's like the Edmund Hillary of, of yeah. running, and uh, and nobody ever thought anybody would ever break the four minute mile. Right. And then he went and did it. And then you take somebody like Mark Spitz versus <laughs> Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps was running or was swimming with dolphin skin, and Mark Spitz was wearing a sweater. One of yeah. the hairiest <laughs> men yeah. to ever compete. Yeah. Yes, and, yeah. and and not only that, not only that, with the pool, um, the the pool design has everything to do with how much faster swimmers are getting these days. Because when you fill it with water, well, no, Steve, because they basically created a pool that didn't. Um, create any splashback. Right. All the water that was splashed out of the pool went into these gutters. Interesting. But when Mark Spitz was swimming, he they... He was pudding. He, yeah. he, yeah. he right. was swimming and pudding. And that's so difficult because there was... No, that makes sense. Right? So all, like the water was that. more turbulent in those pools. He was a hairy mother effort. Yes, he too. was. He was known for his... He had like a Tom Selleck mustache. He had a mustache. Mm-hmm. He was a wearing hairy a sweater. Chest. He was yeah. swimming in a pool that was basically like a, uh, you know, a turbulent yeah. ocean and a, and a hurricane. Yeah. Like crazy. 
Actually, maybe he wasn't wearing a sweater. We're looking at a picture no, he, of him now. He's pretty stilt. In this picture, he's he is, shaved, yeah. But, but his hair and, and facial uh, uh, hair and was he, definitely on when he when he swam. So. He swam with his mouth open. Wow. And he had garbage can <laughs> lids on his arms, <laughs> which had to provide resistance. Well, you drag. did do that. And yeah. I don't know if they do that anymore, but I remember when I swam, when we were getting ready for championships, which, like, why was I even yeah. training? I had, no, I, I had no chance of winning anything, but whatever. Uh, we would swim with like um, pantyhose on, like we would create all this drag, and what? Then, yeah, Time to get in the pool. A uh, pantyhose. Yeah, yeah, because it would create so a drag. It would create literally. Drag. It would yeah. create <laughs> <laughs> pantyhose, sweatshirts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Strike yeah. pose. Yeah, <laughs> you're in drag. Yeah. Um. Wait, you wear sweaters? Like you know, like long shirts, yeah, 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 anything yeah, yeah. that created drag sure. that made it harder for yeah, you resistance. to swim and resistance Absolutely. and all that. Did they hook you? Did they have you hooked up to like the uh, the harness with like you know to, to keep you in place? Um, no, nothing like, like that. Like those infinite pools. Yeah, oh, man, infinity pools. Yeah, I want one of those so bad. All right, uh, so <laughs> anyhow, Paley's record has been broken. Uh, I noticed another sports story. More and noticing of the sports of the noticer. Sometimes you need to mentally focus, or actually most of the times you need to mentally focus. And uh, I have a sports story that actually ties in Martin uh, Shkreli, yeah. the pharma bro. Yes, uh, uh, the, the epitome of douchiness. Uh, totally. So uh, ESPN had an article, uh, they, they did an interview uh, with Tampa Bay's Ray, Tampa Bay Rays pitcher Tyler Glasnow, uh, and at some point, somebody suggested that Glasnow should try to get angry before starts, so he would look at pictures of one person on his phone to do so, and it was Martin Shkreli. Ha! Huh. And so that would that would get him huh. fired up before a game and get him angry, and it would kind of you know stimulate his. Uh, this was the guy who was uh, responsible or, or trying to get uh, like EpiPens for uh, the cause, like uh, five grand. Yeah, well, there was an age-related. Yeah. Uh, uh, Daraprim was the the drug, and oh, that was it. It was originally priced at thirteen dollars and fifty cents, and he jacked it up to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pill overnight. Yeah, in price gouging, and so he was a complete a hole, and everyone just loved that. There was recently a story about a. Um, uh, a reporter who had uh, thrown away her marriage and career to be with them. With I him. saw that. Yeah, I didn't read it. I just I saw, I saw the headline and so she dumped it a, little a bit. guy who was kind of in that same mode and and oh, really got with the zero and got with the hero. Oh, she kind of defended herself and and listen. I mean, I, I, the point that she was trying to make was that people were coming after her yeah. for her personal decisions and. I don't know. It, it, it's a tough thing because, listen, I, would I date Martin Scully? Probably not. Uh, but she decided that she wanted to, and people were giving her a really hard time and being awful to her on social media. There's, mm-hmm. there's no cause for that. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting story. I, knew, I did notice something else. This is really cool. More from the noticer? Yeah, really cool one. Cool from the noticer. <laughs> yeah. You're going to like this. Uh, more this than- one's cool. More than one million records, movies, and music posters. Uh, uh, they are part of a massive collection that has the that has two Dallas men who now own it on a treasure hunt inside a Northwest Dallas warehouse. The search is on for rare and expensive records. Um, this is a Josie Records co-owner uh, Luke Sardello said we get surprised every day that we go through it. I've been told that there could be some old blues seventy eights in the collection that we have yet to find. Uh, he said it's a treasure hunt. You don't know what you're looking for. 
uh, and in any particular box, there's always a surprise. About 750,000 records wow. and a couple hundred thousand posters. It's what Bill Wisner left behind when he died in January of this year. Who's Bill Wisner? So he's a guy, he's the guy who owned this. The Dallas record store owner had a vault of collectibles purchased by two men who once worked for him. Uh, he said, uh, one of the guys said, uh, it's always a well-known fact that he had multiple storage units just filled with records and he kept it under wraps. So this is just this this guy that owned this record um, store, I guess, and saved all this stuff and had it stashed away and he gave it to his two employees. Now they're going through it. And so... So, so there's a lot of like classic blues 78s? There's... No, he said that those are in there somewhere. They're okay. looking to find them. This, it's everything. It's, wow. it's all everything you can imagine. So uh, Sardello said, early on we did find a jazz record from Houston called The Light Men. Very collectible. We sold it pretty soon, and we got the collection to sell for about $1,000. And this is just one of a million things that could be in this collection. It's a treasure trove, then. Uh, the owners estimate it will take up to two years to unpack and catalog all the posters and records that have been hidden in storage for up to 40 years. So there's also plenty of bumper stickers, buttons, and books that have mostly sentimental value. Uh, the owners didn't say how much they paid. Well, they paid for this. Okay, they didn't. They weren't gifted it. Uh, they didn't say how much they paid for it, but uh, it will have its own display in their record store, already billed as the largest in the United States. Wow. So they have a lot to go through, but they're pretty sure that they're going to find plenty of stuff. They've had some classic it. Eddie James, if you want to hear that. Okay. Well, wouldn't you think my collection's wow. complete? Whoa. But I want more. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay, up mm. stay in the sun. Wandering free. Listen to that. Wish I could be part of that world. <laughs> And the recording wasn't, you know, like the technology we have now. Right. No, 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 no. We haven't had a we haven't had a song in a long time. Mm. That's old. That's many, many years old. Well, Eddie James. Yeah. All right. Um, that's all I had time to notice. I hope you uh, noticed some things too. I hope you notice with us. Yep. Um, notice us, everyone. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> As you can imagine. As you can, yes, As everyone. You can imagine. everyone. Um, all right, with that, we need to take a break. we got some guests uh, that are coming up. And don't forget that we have a secret text word today. Where did it go, Casey? Where is oh, it? Is it up here? I don't know. There it is. I got you, roast beef. Oh, here we go. Yeah, uh, we have a digital download of the sci-fi thriller Breach. So text the word secret to 39333. You might win it. We also give away our Word of the Week prize today, even though it is Wednesday. Uh, it's a short work week for us, so we will give that up at the end of the program. Uh, we are going to have shortly Chris Heck, the 76ers president, join us in just a little bit. Stay with us. The holidays are upon us, and this Thursday, WMMR's DJs celebrate in their own unique way. Starting around 10.30 Pierre Standard Time, it's the almost famous Pierre Robert's Christmas Eve Radio Spectacular. Full of holiday cheer with songs and special greetings. Jackson's Holiday Ho 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 Down follows with everything that rocks your Christmas Eve, which then leads us to Jackie Bam Bam's annual Santa Tracker Christmas Eve Special. That's going to help guide Santa right to your home. Is this the best Christmas ever or what? Mm, top 20. What? Happy Holidays from the station that always takes the milk and cookies and leaves the carrots. <gasps> the reindeer want those. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your Christmas Eve. 
in about 15 minutes or so, we're going to have the president of the Philadelphia 76ers on the program. Uh, that is Chris Heck, yeah, and they've actually got uh, their opener to the season tonight against the Wizards. Uh, they'll be at home, so we'll talk to him in just a little bit. Um, I saw that Zoom is going to give unlimited time uh, for their video conferencing. You know, they have a 40-minute time limit. Yes. Um, but over Christmas, they are, they've they pulled it. Also for Hanukkah, they've done this too, oh. so... It's it's now through. Wait a minute. Now through Saturday, December nineteenth, uh, Christmas. <laughs> okay, all right. It'll be lifted again for Christmas, beginning today through Saturday. All right. And they've also conser- confirmed the forty minute limit will be lifted between uh, the thirtieth and January second as well nice. for longer family interactions. Correct. Right, yeah. Yeah. So the time right. limits will be lifted automatically. No app updates or any of that. Stuff. Is that necessarily a good thing? <laughs> right. Um, like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah time it out here. Yeah, that, that time limit might be good. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah, we're going. Oh, Bye. God, I yep. wanted to talk about that whole financial thing. But anyway. Yep. We did it on Thanksgiving. They did the Zoom to the same thing on Thanksgiving for families. And so uh, I have family in Virginia, in Colorado, and, and locally. And so it was really nice. You know, yep. and it's a cool thing to not have it expire. But why sometimes does the 40 minutes not like it, it goes beyond forty minutes, and then other times you get cut off. Like, what is the difference? Do I don't know. know. I haven't had that happen, so I'm not sure. Yeah, like I've been on a couple where it gives you the alert, and then you just kind of hit like okay or dismiss. Maybe a and, professional and, account, and you never. I, I mean, because I think sometimes when it, I know you're not, but like if the person on the other end of it is setting it up a professional account, sometimes they have already paid for it. Zoom mm. services. I think what it is more predicated on, Nick, mm. is that if the employees at Zoom that listen in on your conversations are interested in what you're saying, <laughs> yeah. right. they will they leave it going. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good stuff. Yeah. Let's give them Just another keep recording. Yeah. 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 What are you wearing at the time, Kathy? <laughs> um, oh, my God. My nipples are so sweaty. <laughs> oh, I got another hour. <laughs> uh, by the way, these are all kind of Christmassy and holiday stories that I have here uh, linked together while we're waiting. Oh, on... it's uh, Preston on the Shelf. Preston on the Shelf. Yes, you're yeah. right. Um, so... Boodly, boodly, everyone. Adam Waterman of London recently shared a screenshot of a text exchange he had with his mom on Twitter. Uh, over text, his mom asks, uh, shall I, shall I put to just Adam, meaning on yeah. his, his gift or whatever, or do you have a boyfriend yet? And he replied back, no boyfriend. You can just put my name on it. And then she replies, okay, will do. Do you think it's your personality or your looks? And Adam's right back writes back, Jesus Christ, Mom, it's Christmas. Wow. And she says, Well, your brothers and sisters have partners, and then signed it with a little kiss. So she's kinda huh. uh giving him a little bit of a uh a rising? Trip, yeah. guess, uh for being single. Do, do you know anybody holidays. who's ever gotten crap from their parents for, for you know if you, if you I was watching Fred Claus, which is a documentary for many people. <laughs> Uh, but uh, um, the, his mother, uh, Fred's mother, is on him all the time about why he's Single. he can't. Yeah, why he's being. You know. Um. No, I mean I've, I've heard the you know hurry up and give us grandkids thing. I've heard that you know some friends of mine right. in my in our earlier days before we started having kids, we're starting to get pressure from the the mom and dad about uh, granking out some grandkids. Right. My buddy was like, dude, I'll I'll have one for you in nine months if you want. I <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. yeah. I could do that, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, but now <laughs> I get people who say, like, do you have anybody for? So not that they're giving their son or daughter, um, you know, any crap about it, but like we'll ask to other orchestrate. People. Well, yeah, like yeah. ask other people on the side. Do you have? Do you have any? Do you have a nice boy for so and so? Take this name down. It's Lauer. <laughs> 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 Will you ask me about that the other day, Case? Uh, about what? 
about finding if, somebody if, for? Yeah, if I knew somebody. Well, yeah. All right. Do you so, have somebody as a boy or a girl? I have a boy. Oh, I have a girl. Okay. Ooh. How, what is, what is he? How old is she? What does he look like? He's very handsome. Is he? Yeah, but he's he's in like, his... Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, does he have a car? <laughs> he's, he, here's the deal. He's in his early 50s. <laughs> well done. He's sir. in his early 50s. That might be too old. And, and he's, he's very physically active. He's also not a... Um, he's not a... Uh, Will he like, have kids? He Well, he already has them. Okay, then he's out. Yes, yeah, okay, so he's done. out. But we'll so, still hear him out, though. I want so to hear, hear about, the, I wanna hear about the guy. Yeah. Tell so, me more. Tell so me. the guy I know, he's, like, in his, he have a car? he's in his young 50s. He's very active. He's not, um, he doesn't, uh, he's not on like social media and stuff like that. Okay. So he's not on like dating profiles. But right. I was just talking to him and he's like, I just want to have somebody that I can play tennis with. All right, okay. listen, you know do me I mean? a favor. Like, yeah. Okay, do me a favor. She has no problem being a stepmom. Can you see if he'll have one more kid? I'll check. All right. All right. One well, question. Uh, and just be honest. That's, that's yeah. it. That's On the a, deal killer. I need to know that. Seriously. One to ten yeah, general yeah, looks one level. Kid. One to ten general looks level. Yeah. I'd give him an eight and a half, nine. All right. Wow. Uh, Kathy, your friend, how old is she? She is mid-30s. Okay. So she wants to crank one out soon. She wants a kid. All right. Wow. Yes. All right. I'll do it. No, she you can't. You. Oh. Yeah. Do you have to marry yeah. this person? Or can she, you just uh, have to run like, a hose around to a guy who can produce? That's a... I think that originally she... Can you call me? She probably knows I'm talking about her. Um, <laughs> I think originally she wanted to uh, uh, probably be married to that person. I'm not sure if that's still the case or not. Okay. Well, you're talking about something that is actually part and parcel of the holidays entirely, <laughs> which is going into the holidays if you're not involved with someone or, or wanting to get, you know, making a resolution for changing that in, a, in the new year becomes... It somehow it becomes amplified, you know? Yeah. And so oh, yeah. people want want that. And I understand. I went through an, a couple of Christmases, you know, yeah. uh, sons, anybody, you know, and, and uh, it, it's good to get good at that and just, or at least to know how to handle it yeah. so that you don't make rash judgments predicated on that feeling. So, I, you know. So and, that you don't end up with someone who has a third testicle. Wait, right. Casey, did I meet this person? I don't know. Was he in the studio? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. But. That's he's, another he's one. Available too. I, he was. Um, you guys should set up a service. I know. Like, so you're going to get a lot of responses from people who yep. are looking for eligible bachelors and bachelorettes. Hey, well, look at our track record case, just in general with it with the singles mixers and stuff. Yeah. We've done pretty well. Yeah, it have. looks like you have a couple of good uh, options here, yeah, just yeah, yeah. personally. So, but I, I and I feel like I, I might be wrong on this this assessment, but I feel like it is harder uh, for a young, ele- not young, an eligible. Uh, attractive female to find some. I, I feel like all the good guys are taken, right? And all the good girls are out there, just like Paula Cole, waiting for like a good guy. Yeah. Because like I could, I could rattle off, you know, just offhand, like you know, five or six women that you know are looking for a good guy. But like the good guys are like, Steve, are you referencing where have all the cowboys where gone? Yeah, the <laughs> cowboys <Cole>. gone. <laughs> <laughs> The good guys that aren't taken come with I don't baggage. Wait. Sorry, the Bye. good guys that aren't taken come with baggage. You know, so like if you're but looking, then they're not good guys. Well, no, they can be a good person. They just have a past, and they probably have some crap that they got to get over. Some things okay. happen in the past. Not too proud of. Yeah, it's it's hard to say. You you have freshly divorced people, you know, who uh, might be looking, but. 
The, uh, listen, the older you get, everyone's going to, at this point, like our friends that Casey and I are talking about, everyone's coming with baggage. That's what yeah. happens as you get older. So yeah, you just yeah. have to, it depends on how much baggage you want to deal with. And if it's quality baggage. Yeah. yeah. Durable. Right. And, right. and when you have like life experiences and stuff like that, you're like, all right, I don't have time for the nonsense, right? So I'm just going to cut through the BS and, you know, yeah. <laughs> like. Here's what I want. You yeah, in? Yeah. Look, interested? I killed a few people. Well, what so, kind of what kind of baggage would you be okay with? You know, like crazy ex. Um, you know, because if if everybody's got baggage, you know, a, a criminal past. Um, oh, oh, you know, no. um, oh. yeah. There's there's some things that you, you baggage can't... simply means if you, uh, to me, I think for most people would be at the I've been wounded level in relationships, and perhaps I'm a little bit skittish as opposed to I robbed a uh, you know I, I robbed a Brinks truck. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes that happens. I mm-hmm. robbed a uh, Brinks truck, and now I'm okay. I, I'm baggage uh, healed. Is, yeah, baggage is a pretty vague term. Yeah, Where'd you get all these bags it of is. money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because when we think of baggage, we think of like some really, really, yeah. all right, some substance abuse issues or, you know, abuse issues or whatever. Like, the, you know, some... I got some baggage. <laughs> um, shoot. Oh, so there's a show called The Unicorn uh, with Walton Goggins. And so this guy is like... oh. You know, his his story and backstory is, like, so, like, desirable for a woman because he's an older gentleman. He's got a couple of kids. He's not divorced. He's responsible. He, he, he's responsible. The only reason he's single is because his wife had passed away, you know, so it's like, oh, this guy's perfect. So he's what you he's have to a do unicorn. You have to check the obituaries. <laughs> Yeah, right. Find a, a widow. Yeah, yeah. widower, widower. Yeah, look yeah. at look at look at the Hallmark movies. Yeah, that's always the case. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, listen, some guy texted in. Maybe it's a guy. Maybe it's a girl. He says, "My mom's gorgeous. Loves to play. Hit me up. Loves Set, to play tennis. Hit, yeah, you're open to uh, to trying. Well, to... yes. Okay, be she the, doesn't the love, love to play broker. tennis. She just has tennis balls on her walker. <laughs> <laughs> she loves tennis balls they because they me. don't scratch up the floor. They keep me from sliding. <laughs> They should call it tennismatch.com. <gasps> People who love to play tennis and they're single. I, I guarantee like you there's something, there's something out there right now. Yeah. <laughs> like tennis match. <laughs> you could serve right, serve left. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, be on the board. Board. Yes. Here, it sounds on. like a racket. Kathy, I'm going to go to Ryan. Oh, right, okay. to Hi, uh, <laughs> Ryan, good morning. Hey, what's going on, guys? Sorry, yep. body at work. What's Not, up, Ryan? It's, right. it's okay. You want to talk, you're on Kathy's show. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks for joining, Ryan. Yeah, Kathy. <laughs> yes. So, uh, mid-30s, I own my own house, and uh, I hear you got a friend who uh, likes young kids. Yeah. Do you have kids? <laughs> oh, my God. You have a friend? Uh, yes, I have a, I have a young daughter. <laughs> you have a daughter. Okay. Are you willing to have more kids? Absolutely. I love kids. All, All right, right. Great. Where do you live? Uh, the Ardmore area. All right, stay right oh, there. Right. All right, that's not that bad. Stay right there. Stay right there. Yeah, stay right there. <laughs> She'll be right over. No. <laughs> hey, do me a favor. Yeah. Get, get yourself warmed up. Uh-huh. Kathy, I'm sorry. She's coming. How old is your friend, did you say? Mid-30s. Okay. Okay. Well, what, uh, do we, and, what do we do about Ryan here? I know. Um, is it, should, get his information. Email yeah, get it. I w- yeah, email me. Your Facebook page so I can look at your pictures. <laughs> uh, how, would you rate, how would you rate your looks, Ryan? Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I, I don't know. I think I, I'm maybe a six, but I own my ha- own house, so it makes me a seven. Oh, okay. perfect. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Definitely. Wait, how much All money right. do you make a year? No, don't um, do that. No, 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 no. Would oh, you? Can he support her? Yeah. I'm not going to set her up with somebody. She's got a virulent drug her. habit. No, yeah. she doesn't. No, she doesn't. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. <laughs> Email Kathy. Uh, here, wait. Tennismatch.com. <laughs> Where you're, where, wait, where do you wear, what? 
Where? I think that it's a typo, but where love doesn't mean zero. Oh, where love doesn't mean... Love! Love 15. I love it. See? Absolutely. We're building something here. Where love doesn't mean zero. Where ace meets deuce. No? No. 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 All right. No. We're just, hey, we're spitballing here. Where Game all the balls set. are fuzzy. Game, yeah. set, and match. <laughs> yeah, match. Tennis yeah. Match. Oh my God. Game, set, match. Yes. All right, we're doing it. Okay. We're, we're really doing it, aren't, aren't we, buddy? buddy? <laughs> Dear God. Okay, so anyhow, uh, nobody wants to be alone at Christmas, to quote the great Mariah Carey. Absolutely. Um, what else? Oh, I oh. saw, th- this is pretty cool. This is uh, Preston on the Shelf. Preston on the Shelf. So this is uh, Santa yes. delivering gifts to millions of children. Across I love the him. How does he do it? If you assume he needs to make deliveries to about 600 million people, mm-hmm. if you take uh, religious and cultural traditions into account, yes, and then assume that each household has two and a half kids on average, mm-hmm. Santa only needs to visit 240 million homes. Oh, okay. Also, <laughs> oh, my God! Also, there are 24 broad time zones in the world, each one an hour apart, meaning that Santa has a solid 31 hours to make his deliveries. Did you watch the Christmas Chronicles? No. The Kurt Russell movie? Oh, yes. I did, yes. Uh, And they actually play with some of the science uh, in that, and they have some good explanations. In order to reach all those homes, he has to move 1,200 times faster than the world's fastest fighter jet. Mm-hmm. But he is relying on reindeer, and there are not statistics available for how fast they can fly. But even then, Santa would be pulling a very large, heavy load of gifts. All this to say that there must be a lot of magic helping Santa make his Christmas deliveries and eat the 270 million cookies that he has generally left throughout the uh, So I subscribe to the notion that I think that, that Santa's bending, bending time. He's got it. He's, yeah. he's bending yeah. time. He is also... Um, and it's something with that magic where where he is constantly able to have the gifts replenished vis-a-vis this this wormhole, however he's working it. Right. And it and it, because let's just put it this way: the proof is in the pudding. Uh, this stuff's always there. Christmas morning. Right. All right. So somebody please help me out with the math here, because uh, I got a couple of questions. At what point during our day, yes. uh, on the twenty fourth, does it actually become Christmas on Earth? When is the earliest point at which it's oh. is it the 25th? noon? Is it twelve noon? The international dateline is that where it would yeah. start? Yeah, so like New Zealand, right? So however many hours ahead they are. Okay. Yeah. And then so when that becomes Christmas, at what point? How many hours is it not Christmas on Earth anymore? What? So, so I think the question would be how many hours? If you're talking about how many hours is an actual crossing day on the, Earth crossing the international dateline? Yeah, so it'd, be, it'd be 23 plus 24, right? Because there's 24 time zones, 24 right. hours in a day, but you have to subtract one. Uh, so wouldn't it be, end up being 47? And okay. it would it would work to Santa's advantage to go. He has 47 hours with which to work to work. So he's not dealing with just one one. 24-hour period yeah. yes. b- by the reckoning of oh, the different so time zones. he's cheating. He's actually lounging around. Well, I yeah. don't know. He's not cheating. He's working the system. Okay. Yeah. All right. He's working the Listen, system. Listen, yeah, he's been enough. doing it for years. Right. Yeah. He figured out the best way to get around the planet, and he has, but that's a good point because he has to time it starting in by the time zone, uh, the, uh, the dateline. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or 2020. 
By New the Zealand way, is 16 hours ahead. And by the way, Santa, according to this texture, has a Ph.D. in temple mechanics. Yeah, oh, well, I, doubt, uh, so I, I doubt a lot of people know that. Can yeah. you look up the word temple? What is it? Temporal. <laughs> by the way, I'm getting links to Guy's Facebook page. I'm now. sure oh, you guys. are. That's great. Let's see if we can make that happen for your friend. Get right. a bun in the oven. would be cool. It'd be just like a, um, it'd be like a, one of those Hugh Grant movies, Preston. It'd be terrific. Yeah, yeah it would Does be, it right? bother anybody who's Grant's, um, his teeth? Imp- his teeth, yes. Yeah. Okay. I can't Thank stand you. them. <laughs> What? I can't believe you knew exactly what I was talking about. How could you not know? <laughs> she hates Hugh Grant's teeth. Hugh Grant's yeah. teeth? Oh, oh teeth? God, I can't not look at them. Oh. What's wrong with them? They're super duper, uh, especially his bottom teeth. Like with all that what, money. What, they're crooked? They're uh, just, yeah, they're very they're regular. Mangled. They're regular, right? Yeah, yeah. they're not. They're, they're not no, stellar they're perfect like Kathy's. Well, I mean, he's a multi-millionaire at this point, you well, know. You know. <laughs> you could have fixed it. Right? I mean, it, yeah, it would. Maybe change the entire look of his. I face. have a regular Irish teeth. I guess it's um, the I, I'm, I can't. I don't see any you of his lower teeth. teeth like All that. the pictures that Nick is pulling up of him smiling don't show his lower. His teeth. lower teeth and Will Ferrell's lower teeth are. Will's fair lower teeth, yes, are crooked. They're all over the place. That's for what sure. his lower teeth look like. <laughs> oh, come on. All right, all right. I didn't notice that. No. Well, I mean, we're, obviously, we're talking about Christmas now, so yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> Hugh Grant's teeth. He does play the. Um, in uh, um, Love Actually, Love Actually, yeah. he is the uh, the prime minister. So well, like, yeah, there is a Christmas tie-in. I think that might be my favorite love story within Love Actually. I like that too. Yeah, because um, uh, they never get together because he's you know the prime minister and I'm beyond reproach. And what about am- the uh, amongst, the BJ from the Hooker. And amongst that, <laughs> all of that entirely good-looking cast, the girl that he ends up with is just adorable. Who's that? Yes. Divine Brown? No. no. Oh, that was That's in the, the that was in the car. <laughs> That was real life, guys. <laughs> yeah, man. And when she got in the car, do you think he held up signs? I want a <laughs> BJ from a from an authentic California prostitute. That's the worst part of that movie, actually. Is it lo- in love? Actually, oh, where he's where, where, yeah, the signs. Yeah. I mean, seriously, dude, that's your best friend. <laughs> and what's going to happen after that? It's just going to be weird for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. I think so. Sometimes you don't need to tell that person that you're absolutely obsessed and crushing on that you have an obsessive crush on. Uh, thank God a zombie apocalypse helped change yeah. his whole life trajectory. Right. 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 You're right. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, became, he left England and became, became a law man. <laughs> <laughs> and then the zombie apocalypse happened. He doesn't have to worry about yes. that anymore. Yeah, he didn't have to worry about that whole uncomfortability. Talk about teeth. Kira Knightley's got some teeth on her. <laughs> Not bad teeth. Just, no, just huge big chompers. Teeth? Gigantic. I think it's more just oh, yeah. her mouth. Her smile yeah. is huge. Um, but um, she doesn't have like Osmond teeth. No, like huge Tony does, Roberts teeth. The um, In those commercials she does, is it for Chanel or whatever it is? Uh, the the, 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 the uh, perfume commercials? I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Here got she is some... wrestling a carrot away from a mule. Her teeth are that big. No, it's just her smile is big when is she does. Smile? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What I meant? Wrestling, wrestling a, a carrot, carrot away from yeah. a mule. I would pay good money to <laughs> see that. Kira <laughs> Knightley wrestling a carrot yeah. away from a mule. That's not a mule. That's Sarah. That's a carrot. <laughs> that's a mess. Well, that's come a here, Trooper. <laughs> Give me a kiss. Our guest is on the line. He's oh, listening oh, to this conversation, oh, by the way. Sorry. You didn't hang up? God, we're all over the place. That's great. It's the end of the year. It's our last show of the year. Just give us this one, okay? 
Sixers are kicking off their season tonight. Home opener is this very evening. Uh, it is at 7 o'clock, and they are playing the Wizards. I have some music to bring them on with here. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and it's the start of their small business challenge you're doing with the uh, 76ers. Which so, is great. Please welcome El Presidente of the Sixers, Mr. Chris Heck. Joins yeah. us this morning. Chris, good morning to you, sir. I got to tell you, I was laughing so hard. I didn't know if you could <laughs> well, I'm glad you were enjoying it and not wondering what the hell you were doing coming out with us. Oh, I just, I was like, there's no way I can recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just, we don't want to make it like any other interview you normally do, Chris. So. You have accomplished that goal. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, listen, here we Nope, we're having a bad connection. Yeah. I'm sorry. So so here we go into uh to another season and uh another interesting um you know progression with uh with COVID nineteen and, and all that has happened in professional sports. So uh, how how has that been affecting uh you know the psyche of, of everybody? And that's that's all the way up and down the chain in, in the in the head office and, and down to everybody that works in the organization, Chris. What's the attitude? Yeah, I think that, you know, we're doing it the same way that everyone else is in all their jobs, and we're trying to figure it out. And, um, you know, too many Zoom calls, and uh, everyone's missing seeing people in person. But, uh, you know, we're going to try to to bring the home court advantage, even though there's no way to replicate our fans. We sell out every game uh, typically, and it's been, um, it's been about three-plus years uh, since we didn't. And so this this is unique. We're gonna we're gonna try to have a little different spin on it this year. Yeah. Um, and one of the things, obviously, you know, the season gets started tonight. But I did see about this um, small business challenge that you're implementing. And so, what what is that all about? Yeah, I think um, you know it, you you'll take a step back and you realize like who really has it tough out there. And um, I think the small businesses in Philly. Um, have it as tough as anyone. And these are people that put everything on the line and, uh, you know, it gives us an opportunity to use our social media platforms, which is about 6 million people that are tuned into that. And uh, for every game day, we're going to feature a small business in Philadelphia. Um, So they get to tell their message and also tell everybody um, how to tune into our games. Well, Chris, it's, it's such an important thing because we talk about these, businesses that have been asked by our our leaders to jump through all sorts of hoops and they do and they rise to the challenge and they do all this stuff and make all these investments and then the the goalposts are constantly shifted and they're ended up getting creamed so anything like this and this is so good to highlight these businesses because if you think about what is the heart and soul of philadelphia these small businesses these people that put their their everything into their corner store their cafes their whatever you know their 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 life and their blood, and to have it and end up getting thrown on the heap in all this mess would just be criminal. So kudos to you and you guys for uh, spearheading this. Yeah, you know it, it's funny. You know we try to get in line and um, be on the ground with our fans, right? So you know it's like your listeners. Uh, you know it's the pulse of the city, and um, if you you kind of forget about that pulse, then you get lost. And I think that we got we to gotta all rally, and, and everybody is doing such a good job of trying to get through this mess. But, um, you know, these are, the, these are the folks that really need our help. Yeah. 
Uh, Chris, this is Nick. There's some really cool core pieces coming back, obviously, with Tobias and Joel and, and Ben Simmons and, and others. Um, but a lot of new elements, including the head coach. And uh, I love Doc Rivers. I, I've loved him as a coach for a long time. I think he's an incredibly decent person, which is fantastic to bring into this city as well. Uh, what are your impressions of Doc? Uh, how well do you know him? And uh, what can you say about the man? It's. Uh, I knew his reputation. Uh, I knew his, you know, his 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 thoughtful leadership. Um, but when I got to meet him in person when he came in, uh, it took about two seconds to realize like this guy's just a natural born leader, and he's got he's got swagger without trying to have swagger. Um, he's a real comfortable uh, presence, and I think that'll bode very well for this team. Yeah, when you're trying to build an organization, I mean, you really have to you have to have like a keen sense, almost like a sixth sense, um, you know, to like, for instance, you know, you uh, coming out of, of Villanova. Did you have, you know, and I'm, I'm sort of jumping around here. Did you happen to know um, Michael Rubin when you were uh, in college? I didn't. We had mutual friends, but, uh, you know, you knew about his reputation uh, uh, very quickly and. He he didn't spend a lot of time there. He was off uh, uh, making a, a big business uh, happen uh, while the rest of us were at uh, at parties and um, sleeping in. <laughs> okay, so that's what I what I mean by like this, this weird sixth sense. Like he had this this ability about him to sort of foresee some things, you know, in the future, and he was able to you know build fanatics dot com, you know, you know, mm-hmm. just out of, out of nowhere, right? It's it's, a, it's an amazing. It's really a great American story. I mean, the guy is a motor like no other, uh, but he's really down to earth too. And um, you know, he's he's as local as they come, but he's got this brain that uh, that goes at about ten x uh, uh-huh. than the rest of us. So uh, he's pretty damn impressive. Hey, you went to Nova, um, but you grew up in the shadows of Georgetown. Was um was that frowned upon when you were <laughs> deciding? It, it was. It okay. was. It was. It was. Uh, I used to be a Georgetown guy, uh, and uh, that that was dropped uh, rather quickly. Uh, you know, Bradley Cooper did the exact opposite. He started at Villanova and ended up at Georgetown. Right. Are you aware That's of exactly that? right. I, for some reason, that comparable doesn't bode so well. For me. <laughs> I mean, uh, like I, I've never been compared to him, but uh, in, in this way, it doesn't sound so good. Well, he probably hates the comparison because he goes, there's an incredibly good-looking guy that I keep getting compared to. <laughs> All right, so this season, well, last season obviously started out a lot differently than this season did, and then you guys had to, you know, shut it down and, and pivot. And, and um, the the league, um, you know, received a lot of accolades for the way that you guys created this bubble in Orlando and were able to, you know, essentially not only salvage but really thrive at the end of the season, and uh, I think, you know, not even arguably, you know, some of the best basketball had ever had been played in that bubble leading all the way up to the championship. Obviously, it didn't work out the way the Sixers wanted it to. Um, What are, um, you know, how do you foresee this season happening? Because it's not happening in a bubble, and uh, you guys were able to learn some things, you know, with, with the bubble. So how do you foresee this season happening, not not just on a, you know, win-loss basis, but as a, you know, dealing with the pandemic basis? Yeah, I, I you know, the testing, everyone's kind of used to it now. I think the bubble, you know, it was like a sleepaway camp and then people got sick of it after a while. Um, you know, and, and when Ben Simmons got hurt right before the playoffs um, and our lack of depth, that was, that did not, 
did not help our outlook and, and ultimately did not help our results. So I think that we have a lot more depth this year. We have some real veterans that came in, a couple guys that won uh, rings um, from the bubble. And, um, you know, having Doc in there as well leading this group, um, I think I'm, you know, I'm really optimistic about this year. It, it may be a slow crawl, but uh, we may be just making a run at the end um, in, in late, late spring, early summer. So I, I'm very optimistic. I think um, I think you'll also see a little bit of a home, home cooking with uh, with our games at the center. Um, you know, from Matt Cord, yeah, actually being there doing the pre, doing the the PA announcing, all the way to our drum line and uh, you know our, our entertainment team. We're gonna we're gonna have stages right behind the team benches. So we're going to be loud and obnoxious as possible. <laughs> and, uh, and we can't replicate 21,000 fans, but we can be, uh, you know, have a real physical presence there. Psychologically, I am a big proponent of the of optimism and, and the glass half full. Uh, nothing. I, I think you don't gain anything by being negative, you know, and, and throughout my life I've had, you know, things that have been dealt to me that you deal with and you deal with it more effectively, I think, if you maintain your positivity. But, of course, as the, the president of the organization, you also have to be pragmatic. Is it is it yeah. tough juggling both aspects of that without sending mixed messages? I, I think the hardest thing is that, um, you know, we have all these different scenarios, right? So it's nice to have a fresh start, um, you know, going into the season – you know, let us not forget, we have two of the best young stars mm. in our world of basketball. So uh, two perennial all-stars now that are under 26 years old. And uh, and we added some veterans, and we have this coach that's won before. So we do have, like, a, an abundance of optimism. You know, I think the, the some of the moving parts with other teams make it interesting to see how this will all pan out. But um, – you know, I'm betting on us. Like, I, I do like this team. I think we're going to be really good this year. Um, and I do think we're going to uh, make a run for the championship, whether it's this year or the year after. I um I, you know, I hope you're right. And uh, I listen. Um, I'm a um I'm a season ticket holder for the Eagles, and more recently, I'm a season ticket holder for the Sixers. And so you have the product that is on the court, and uh, that is obviously the most important thing going on in the building. However, there is um, this environment that um, surrounds the game that is, I think, more kinetic than anything else uh, in, in professional sports. And you guys do a really, really great job of that. And I want to give, give compliments to uh, Derek Hayes, uh, who's yeah. your manager of live events. And I've known Derek for, gosh, it seems like, uh, you know, over a decade at this point. And, and I've watched him, you know, grow within your organization. And uh, I, I also heard some compliments about him uh, on the radio broadcast uh, yeah. uh, last week during the, one of the preseason games. And, uh, can you talk about uh, what he and what your organization is going to bring to the table, even without uh, fans in the stands, to sort of yeah. um, expand upon, you know, the, the product that's on the court? Yeah, yeah. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, Derek is the best in the business. Um, I told him last week that he was, he was getting famous to take it in check, <laughs> and, but uh, everybody's mentioning him. And the reason is because, you know, you have our fans are always the focal point, and they always will be. But in a building that doesn't have any fans, now Derek's uh, presence and his uh, expertise uh, of coordinating a game can actually be heard and seen without any distraction, so to speak. So um, 
he's awesome. He's, he does all-star games every year because he's the best and the league picks him. Um, as well as Christian Crosby is going to be hosting our games. Um, we will have the Sixers drum line. We'll have the, uh, the, you know, the dance team out there. We'll have the mascot. We'll have flags waving. I don't think any other team in the league is going to have live entertainment actually in the arena. That's cool. And you, you may say, like, you know, why are you doing that, right? So we're trying to give as much of the experience um, that you just uh, described to the, to the fans on television and on radio. Anybody and, ringing the um, bell, or is that going to be uh, suspended? A hundred percent. We oh. have a new angle for ringing the bell, and uh, I think you'll be su- pleasantly surprised uh, tonight in every game on how we do this. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Derek's got something up his sleeve, and um, I'm really excited about it tonight. Nice. Excellent. Well, listen, uh, we it's great to touch base on a, a very – uh, cool day because the season gets started. A lot of people are excited about it, and uh, and we wish you the best, and and you and the team and everybody have a a great holiday and a happy New Year, Chris. And I'm sure we'll connect in the near future. Yeah, likewise. And I just want to say, like, what you guys do matters. Um, you lift up the city every day, and it's uh, it's really fun to be on your show. Oh. Even following the Kira Knightley, right? <laughs> the, the wrestling a carrot, wrestling a carrot. <laughs> the donkey. Happy uh, you could be a part of it. Well, that. we'd love yeah. to get you on again anytime, Chris. And, and by the way, um, if you need a a chubby middle aged guy on your uh, on your team, I'm your guy. He's your guy. Yeah, yeah, I thought you, you were down. talking about me. <laughs> well done, sir. All right, thank you, Chris, and guys. President of the Sixers, and it gets started tonight at 7.30. That's awesome. All right. Uh, wait, what are we doing here? We got to uh, take a break. We got to take a break. Yeah, All we right. got to take a break. We can come back and talk to our next guest. All right, later. we'll do that. We will come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. B-File is on the way, too. Stay put. What's new? Why do you ask? ACDC. Royal Blood. Deftones. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. So there is a big poker event coming up for people in New Jersey. I I, I actually am comforted by this, the fact that really? this continues. Yes. That's nice. Uh, Sunday is when this begins. I mean, Sunday, Monday, and yeah. Tuesday. And it's the World Poker Tour Online Poker Open. I want to make sure I got that right. Yes. And you can do this through betmgpoker.com. And in case you know more about this next gentleman, because uh, you are you live in the in the poker world. I do. And he's uh, and he's good at it, too. The top of the heap, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know how people uh, end up having a career as, like, professional sports gamblers and yeah. poker gamblers. It's fascinating. Like, because for me, I'm... Um, uh, I'm I'm a novice, right? But yeah. I like to play, and I understand a lot of things. But I mean, you have to be at a, another level to be able to do what this guy does. Right. All right. Well, let's welcome him on board. Please give some love to Mr. Tony Duns. Hey. Uh-huh. Good morning, Tony. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, man. Just talking about you. That's all. <laughs> well, happy to be here. Nice. Uh, yeah. So you know what? Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about the event, the uh, the World Poker Tour Online Poker Open. It's coming up this weekend. Open to anybody and everybody in New Jersey? That's exactly right. You do have to physically be in New Jersey to play in the event, but you don't need to be a resident of New Jersey or anything like that. It's a $3,500 buy-in with a million guarantee, and it's a re-entry event. 
Uh, it does run over the course of three days, and the final table is streamed. So I'll be doing the commentary for that on Tuesday, unless I manage to play my way there. And it's on the Party Poker US Network, as you said on the top, which uh, partner up with WPT back in June. Nice. Hey, uh, so for for somebody who doesn't live in this realm, what what is a million dollar guarantee? Does that mean one person's going to win a million dollars? That means the prize pool is guaranteed to have at least a million dollars in it, which means that first will be six figures, but exactly how much will depend on how many entries we get. Okay. So with the, the, you have to obviously be, as you said, um, in, in, in Jersey, you have to physically be in Jersey. Uh, are you aware of if any people are traveling in specifically for this? I assume people are right to participate. Yeah, but I would think it would mostly be localized, you know, people driving over to right. New Jersey from places like New York and Philadelphia. And then, you know, myself, I'll be flying in from Las Vegas. But for the most part, I think it's going to be a regional field in the event online. Are most of these things so – so it's just amazing how the online stuff, which was just sort of – there was a flirtation with it, has become not only very substantive, but for a lot of the hardcore – gamblers it seems to be a very very viable option absolutely it is and of course with the pandemic and the quarantine we've seen a big shift in traffic over the last year online but also i think that with the popularity and spread of sports betting in the united states and increasingly showing up in mobile apps on people's phone that hopefully we'll see a spread of poker in a similar way so let me ask you a question tony can one person be Better at one or the other, live or uh, or, or virtual. Can you can you be better? Um, That's be, a because legit question. Yeah, because yeah. you're not physically there at at uh, and and because you're doing it online than you would be uh, facing off against people in person. Most definitely, and for a long time, a lot of players thought of themselves as either an online or a live player, and it wasn't until. The generation that came up online spent a lot of time playing live that it became more integrated. But really, there is a different skill set between the two games uh, with online requiring you to, you know, to think quick and make decisions at a lot of tables and sort of, you know, kind of optimize your decisions the way a computer would want you to play. Whereas live, you have a much more human element and so much of your decision is based on what you think your opponent is going to do based on observation. Yeah, Tony, I've noticed for myself when, when playing live, um, sometimes, and it's usually when I have the nuts, um, when I make a bet or I'm about to make a bet, I feel like the person that I'm playing against can literally see my heartbeat through my neck. And I don't know if you have those, uh, those same, same sensations. Is, is that a similar feeling that you might have? Yeah, there are definitely some live tells going on at the table. And with experience, you learn to conceal those things, but they are very easy to spot in inexperienced players. I mean, they just kind of have a lot of the same tendencies, I guess you'd say. So let me ask you with the, the nuance of that. And I wondered if this would be a possibility mm-hmm. that, that if, because you are, you know, we're, we're looking for those tells and we're, you know, we've seen Castino Royale and we know the, the yeah. certain things. Has anyone, to the best of your knowledge, tried to be so overt <laughs> as to throw off the, you know, in other words, to be so obvious with their tells as a smokescreen? Is that a tactic or is that just something that's a ludicrous possibility? That's exactly right. So there's this old school book of tells by a guy named Mike Caro 
And kind of the thesis of his book was that strong means weak and weak means strong. And so from a lot of these novice players, if it seems like they're trying to like physically push you out of the pot or they're acting tough or they're staring you down, it often means that they're trying to conceal the lack of strength in their hand. Whereas if they're sort of feigning indifference, they're almost like not even paying attention to the hand, they seem completely relaxed, and then they put a whole bunch of money in, you're like, well, this person really has it. Okay. Because to me, it seems there there are many nuances to this and many um, many strategies involved. Casey's very good at strategy-based games, and, and uh, uh, to me, that's fascinating. I think in the way that they started uh, covering video wise um these these tournaments especially with the camera that would give you a tip up on the hand right um that that started to make it more interesting and you started to see uh, the mechanics of how this is played i assume that was one of the first quantum leaps forward in drawing more people into uh spectators for this yes it was at the time it was so novel and controversial that there was prominent poker players that would go out of their way to conceal their cards from the whole card camera because they thought, no, you know, the recreational players are going to see how we play. They're going to learn all our secrets. They're going to learn everything. We can't show them. And then, of course, over time, they realized, wait a minute, this is an amazing tool to promote our game. We need to embrace this. But, yeah, there was a lot of reluctance at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So how has your game uh, evolved over the, uh, the course of your career? I would say my game has evolved to become more technical and based in math. Yeah. However, when I go play these big live tournaments, I've learned to trust my live read. Like, I came up online and I really dug in deep to the theoretical play, and so I tried to learn, okay, what does theory want me to do here? What does theory want me to do here? But all of that goes out the window if you go play a live poker tournament look across the table and see a guy who is never bluffing, and then he makes a huge bet. It's like, look, I don't care what the theory says. This guy doesn't bluff. Lay your hand down. Yeah, right, right. Hey, um, so the, the big tournament starts on Sunday, but there are satellites to get into the big tournament, and, and when do the satellites start? Yes, absolutely. The uh, satellites are already running and have been running for a little while, so I would assume that we are running daily satellites, but I'm not 100% sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that we are running daily satellites, and then we'll have some major ones leading up to the one itself on the weekend. All right, uh, and I just want to make a quick shift here uh, because you're also a sports gambler. Uh, do you have um, any expertise in fantasy sports at all? Uh, I used to be really good at it, <laughs> but the last time I played made me think I'm a dog. Okay, yeah, because I was just wondering, I know you're a huge Packers fan, and I'm in the fantasy championships this weekend, and... I just need advice on whether or not I should start Aaron Rodgers or Kyler Murray as my quarterback. So uh, maybe I'll go somewhere else for that. Actually, I think the answer is always Kyler Murray. I believe that he is the fantasy points leader for the season. So as much as I love Aaron Rodgers, you know, super stud, he's had a strong season. From a fantasy perspective, I think Kyler Murray is having one of the greatest fantasy seasons of all time for a quarterback. There you go. In the the championship. All right. Yep. All right. Cool. Got your advice. Didn't cost nothing either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tony, we'll make sure everybody is aware. BetMGPoker.com, and it is coming up this weekend, and it's a million-dollar guarantee. It's a World Poker Tour Online Poker Open. you got to be in Jersey. Thanks a lot, Tony. We appreciate it. Hey, anytime, guys. You take care. Excellent. All right, Tony Dunn. Yeah. It's a wild life to live. Casey's going to the championships this weekend. Yeah, man. I got really, really lucky this weekend. I had a terrible week, but the guy I was playing against had a worse week. So how much money? 
potentially? Oh, like a thousand bucks. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A thousand bucks. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Was that? <laughs> yeah. It was the thousand bucks screen. That's what yeah. it was. All right. Uh, we got to do Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. Brought to you by God Shawls. Make the switch to God Shawls. Real wood smoked 80% less fat turkey bacon. And check out Brian Westbrook's game day recipe at GodShawls.com. Start with a pretty messed up story out of Pennsylvania. A man was firing shots at a gun range in northwest PA. Began firing at another man and was then shot to death by a third man. What the hell was going on? Troopers in Erie County were called to the state game lands gun range. Investigators say their initial investigation ind- indicates that Robert Epley was shooting downrange, but then he turned and he started firing at a 28-year-old Erie man who was on the range as well. Did they Have they been squabbling? There's, there's no story on this. Police then said 67, a 67-year-old Erie man allegedly saw what was happening and then shot Epley multiple times. Epley died at the scene. Uh, the 28-year-old victim was being treated for multiple gunshot wounds at an area area hospital. And police said the older man was in custody. His name and the name of the wounded man were not released. No charges were immediately announced. So I don't know what the story is uh, behind that. If he was just a crazy guy or Snapped, he had a beef yeah. against him. They I'm usually have sure. people there to oversee, you know, to make sure everything's being watched. I guess it can happen real quick, though. Yeah. Uh, in South Carolina, the Department of Health and Environmental Control has confirmed that a person has been exposed to a rabid raccoon in Lexington County. The animal walked into the Lexington Medical Center. The person who was exposed has been, I have rabies. Has been referred to their health care provider. Uh, the raccoon was submitted to DHEC's laboratory for testing and tested positive for rabies. I have rabies, and I'm uh, bite crazy right now. So if someone could tend to me, I'd appreciate it. This is the 14th. I'll just be reading magazines in the waiting room. This is the 14th animal to test positive for rabies in Lexington County this year. So they've had a, a run on that. Two men are facing felony drug charges after Altoona police said that they were selling drugs out of a downtown storage unit. Police arrested 25-year-old Tyler Bartley and 56-year-old Mark Hiles after the pair were found with methamphetamine inside a storage unit. Police said the unit was furnished with a couch, pillow, blanket, electrical outlets. Damn it, I never thought to use my storage facility like that. Tables and food, and when questioned about the suspected drug paraphernalia that was sitting out in the open, Bartley allegedly told officers Hiles had methamphetamine inside as well. Bartley allegedly confessed to being a middleman and running money and drugs between the storage unit and buys on the street. When searched, Hiles had three glass pipes, three small bags, suspected methamphetamine worth a total of $500 and other um, um, uh, other contraband. Uh, Hiles claimed that he was unemployed and on disability, which provided him $1,300 each month. He denied selling methamphetamine and said that there were a lot of people who came to a storage unit because he had the drug, but he would just give it to them for free if they uh, asked. That's so he nice. definitely wasn't selling it. Yeah. He said that he planned to give Bartley methamphetamine for helping clean the storage unit before police arrived. Police noticed, uh, noted in the charges the officer seized a large quantity of suspected heroin from the storage mm-hmm. unit when officers responded to a fatal drug overdose there in late November. He's like the Willy Wonka of meth. Uh, Bartley and Hiles both face felony drug charges. Police in Madison Heights say a 28-year-old stabbed his 66-year-old mother and 71-year-old stepfather who later died after they asked him to turn off a video that he was watching so they could go to bed. What video was it? They didn't say. (laughs) Stabbing happened at an apartment just before midnight when Christopher McKinney attacked his parents. 
Police said that he lived there at the apartment with his mom and stepdad and was still there when police arrived. Police said McKinney was watching a video in his parents' room oh. when they asked him to turn it off so that they could go to bed. They're in. He's in their room? Yeah, it's an apartment, so it's, I don't know why, it's probably small, not much. But investigators said they argued, and McKinney pulled a knife, cutting and stabbing both his mother and stepfather. Police said that all three were treated for injuries and then taken to the hospital where his stepfather later died. That's horrendous. Yeah, it's messed up. Uh, His stepfather was in, and his, he was in his stepfather and mother's bedroom where the computer was located, so that's why he was in there and was watching videos on the internet. The mom and stepfather wanted to go to sleep for the night. They asked him to leave the room so he could sleep. So he tries to stab them to death. And and he did. He he stabbed the, um, uh, the father to death. During the body cam video released by police, you can hear McKinney hurl racial epithets and use vulgar language as he fought against the police officers. He said, I'll tell this in the trial. I'll tell this in the trial, and they'll believe me because I'm white, McKinney said. Uh-huh. Uh, he's being held on $500,000 cash bond, by the way. And that's all the time we have for it, Case. Yeah, let's end one on more. a better one. Two passengers aboard a Delta flight bound for Atlanta opened a cabin door and activated the slide to exit the plane while it was taxiing out to a runway at it's New electric. LaGuardia Airport. Uh, the two passengers involved uh, are in custody, and a large service dog also deplaned with them. After they exited the plane, the aircraft returned to the gate and deplaned customers. Normally, uh, the airline was able to accommodate the remaining passengers on alternate flights. Maintenance technicians have uh, evaluated the aircraft, and it is scheduled to return to service. So the slide will deploy even if the plane is underway? It was taxiing, so I yeah. guess maybe they hadn't pressurized the cabin. I don't, yeah. I don't know, but they did it. Yep, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, I'm going to give away, uh, I have a few of these. How many? One, two of them, yes. Uh, let's see, Wonder Woman 1984. Nice. Got a chance for you to win it right now. We'll take callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. So you have two passes to see this movie, um, and you can see it your way when Warner Brothers Pictures uh, hits uh, theaters uh, and streams. HBO Max starting Friday. Yes. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. We'll get the lesson question when we return. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. My God. And we're just getting to the lesson question. Crazy. Guess so. So today we will give away for the correct answer a digital download of the movie 300. So the question I'm going to ask is this. Uh, Zach Clark likes two things most about The Bachelorette. Her vagina and her what? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. Uh, Zach Clark likes two things about The Bachelorette most. Her vagina and what's the other? 215-263-WMMR. Kathy, I'm sorry I was making eye contact. Uh, yeah, when you said, said that. that. It's weird. <laughs> it was unintentional. I just looked over that way and she looked right up. 215-263-WMMR. Let's do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All righty. Let's see what we get. Stories from Steve. What's up, ma'am? Well, Ariana Grande posting a series of photos on Instagram showing her looking very happy after the proposal of boyfriend Dalton Gomez. 
Grande says she always gets particularly giddy every time she gets engaged. Oh, my God. After patching up a long-standing feud, Taylor Swift is now raving about Katy Perry's new music video, calling it Genius. Swift says Perry gives her hope that she can be creative when she gets really old. And finally, apparently the relationship between 46-year-old Leonardo DiCaprio and 22-year-old girlfriend Camilla Maroney is still going strong. Friends close to the couple say they are spending more time together than ever now that she's doing her Zoom classes at home. Uh. (laughs) That's your Hollywood track. All right, we shall see if you've been paying close attention. This is Merle this morning, 6 o'clock hour. What item? Okay, so Zach likes two items about The Bachelorette, her (laughs) vagina and what? I will go to Jim to see if he knows the answer. Hey, Jim, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What does uh, Zach like about the Bachelorette? Her butthole. Her butthole. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> One moment, Jim. <laughs> we'll get your answer, and or we'll get your information. We already have your answer. We're gonna. It was butthole, and we're gonna give you a digital download of 300. So hang on the line. We'll take care of you, and we're gonna do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to get right into this. We'll start with information from the White Stripes. They've released a 90-minute-long looping illustrated video. The clip's soundtrack consists of songs from the duo's recently released The White Stripes' greatest hits, acoustic tracks, rare B-sides, and the original Christmas song Candy Cane Children. Uh, the first ever anthology, official anthology of recordings from uh, Jack and Meg White, The White Stripes' greatest hits. Highlights 26 fan favorite and classic songs, including Seven Nation Army, Fell in Love with a Girl, uh, Dead Leaves in the Dirty Ground, Hello Operator, Icky Thump, Apple Blossom, and more. Uh, the White Stripes Greatest Hits is now available digitally worldwide and on vinyl as well. It's a really interesting video. It's, it's black a Yule, and white. It's a Yule Log. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... it's and it just loops? It just no, loops? No, it, it, it goes in... It, there's several different scenes. Oh. And it slowly zooms in and then it changes to another scene. And then it keeps zooming oh. in and changing and zooming in and changing and zooming in and changing. And so. what song is playing? A whole all lunch, of them. all of them. Okay. It's ninety minutes long, oh, so wow. it's uh, it's a whole bunch of stuff. So, speaking of uh, the Yule log, I'm happy to report that you can get the Yule log instantly on Xfinity just by saying Yule log. Oh, into the X1 device. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Uh, what else we have here? Nickelback is pretty used to being mocked, uh, but this time they're turning the tables and taking a shot at themselves with the photograph video. Featured in a new commercial for Google Photos. We'll play a little bit of this, but they have fun yeah. with the lyrics. One of the lyrics uh, talks about Chad Kroger's hair. Let's see if that's this. Look at this photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Must have shot about a million more of my dessert, but I don't know what for. <laughs> and this is where we come from. These matching suits are looking pretty dumb. <laughs> Falling down the photo rabbit hole. Is it my hair or just a rummage? <laughs> oh, That's great. Oh, Is it my hair or just a ramen bowl? Every memory regretting all my hairstyles. If you wove it all together, it would go for miles. It's hard to braid it. Time to shave it. <laughs> Goodbye. I lie. Look at this photograph 
Uh, so they have some fun with it. I, I love that they get it. You know, they, they do. They, they, they get it now. And in fact, in that shot when he mentions ramen noodles, they show a picture of this hairstyle and they cut to a bowl of ramen noodles. I love it. And it looks exactly the same. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. And dude, I, you know, uh, hey, beat me up if you want. I like that song. Yeah. There's something about it is kind of comforting. So, uh, but anyhow, they had some fun with it. And that is uh, an ad that is now available and you can see it. Brian May and Eddie Van Halen collaborated on a project nearly 40 years ago. May told to uh, Total Guitar that it happened during a time that members of Queen had taken a break from each other in 1983. He spent time in L.A. and out of the blue, he called Eddie and told him that he had an idea. He said, my little boy had been watching the science fiction series, and I always thought that uh, the theme tune for it would be a great vehicle for all-out guitar playing. And Eddie said, I'm up for it. How many times have I mentioned that this is one of my favorite? I bought this album just uh, on a yeah. whim, saw them both on it, and uh, it was uh, Starfleet. Uh, he also, Brian had also recruited REO Speedwagon drummer Alan Gratzer, uh, Rod Stewart bassist Phil Chen, Queen keyboardist Fred Mandel, and Queen's drummer Roger Taylor. And according to May, he had constructed the basic tracks, leaving room for Eddie to do his thing. And from there, May and Van Halen discussed what else could be done, and they decided to jam out some blues. Uh, by the end of the session, they had three songs: title track "Starfleet" and May original, uh, and a May original that Van Halen liked to call "Let Me Out" and "Bluesbreaker." Now to their mutual love of Eric Clapton. Um, about Eddie, May had said he was the greatest. All I can say is I miss him. I miss his presence in the world. Uh, the EP Starfleet Project was conceived and completed in a two-day period of time. I love it. A video of one of the songs is posted online. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. Yeah. That. And then, uh, this is cool. Uh, former Megadeth guitarist Marty Friedman said that Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac is probably his favorite guitarist in history. He's a damn good guitarist. He is a great guitarist. Yeah. He, plays, he, he does a finger-picking style that's really, really cool. In an interview posted on Loudwire, uh, Friedman said, I've ripped off so many motifs from that guy. He plays very basic melody lines, but the way he hangs on single notes, no one else does it, and it's just so gut-wrenching. That guy! Uh, he recorded uh, You Make Love and Fun earlier this year and says the song was a huge influence on him. Play that and one. he said that... Uh, okay. And he said that uh, he's playing the same scales as everybody else is, and he's not doing these, like, 20 finger-tapping things, but the second you hear the guy, you know it's him. Here's a little bit. Yeah. And Great. what he does is always elevating the song, he said. So. There's a song called uh, Big Love. Oh, on, I love uh, it. On the dance, which is this live record that they put out in the late 90s. Oh, my God. It's so quick. And it's at its prime, and he's just incredible. If if you ever get a chance, download that, listen to it. It's really, really well done. Somebody crumpling paper? I was actually starting a campfire. Okay. (laughs) It sounded kind of fire-esque. Well, because Steve and I ordered those s'mores things. Yeah. So we're uh, going to make s'mores over here. Guys, come on over and have some. Uh, That's all I have in uh, music news. So... Mm. It does sound like a fire. Get the tuck ins and let's have some s'more. It does, doesn't it? Cozy. <laughs> Get close to the paper. Okay. Um, we need to take a break. We do. And we need to come back and wrap this thing up. Should I give these away? Yeah, why not? And then. Yeah, one, it. two, three. Wow. Four, five. Okay. I have five. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> What's the matter? Well, we have that. One. Oh, damn it. Oh, secret text. No, secret text word takes precedent. Oh. Yes. Precedence. So I need the secret text caller. Uh, 215-263. Kathy, number caller. 10. 
Call number 10, 215-263-WMMR. And if you know the secret text word, you win the prize. And we'll grab a random texture, too. So maybe if you're good at the end, we'll have five more things to give away. We'll see. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. The holidays are upon us. And this Thursday, WMMR's DJs celebrate in their own unique way. Starting around 10.30 Pierre Standard Time, it's the almost famous Pierre Robert's Christmas Eve Radio Spectacular. All of holiday cheer with songs and special greetings. Jackson's Holiday Ho 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 Down follows with everything that rocks here Christmas Eve, which then leads us to Jackie Bam Bam's annual Santa Tracker Christmas Eve Special. That's going to help guide Santa right to your home. Is this the best Christmas ever or what? Uh, top 20. What? Happy Holidays from the station that always takes the milk and cookies and leaves the carrots. <gasps> the reindeer want those. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your Christmas Eve. No sad bro. No sad bro. It's Christmas and it is Friday. Ring-a-ling. What the heck does that mean? It's Christmas and it's Friday. Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Well, it will be anyway. It's a Friday Christmas. Sure. Sad bro, of course. Hopefully it feels like a Friday for you today. Yeah, I hope so. Um, we do have, weather-wise, a fairly decent day. Partly cloudy skies. High is going to be about 46. Rain on the way tomorrow. 61 degrees. Much warmer. And then we have showers expected in the morning on Friday. Um, so we might get a lot of rain on Christmas Day. We'll see. Stormy degrees. tomorrow. Yeah, they're even talking about uh, thunderstorms tomorrow mm-hmm. evening. But uh, what the hell? You'll, you know, be at home, hopefully. Stringing yeah. popcorn and singing carols by the spinet. You will be fu- by the spinet. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. I think it's like a uh, hopsichord, isn't it? I'm not sure, but I, I hope to get one for Christmas this year. Uh, we'll see if we can find a winner for the secret text word. And we were looking for caller number 10. We have caller number 10. That's Doug. Hey, Doug. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right, Doug, what is our secret text word? Well, that would be Annabelle. Yes! <laughs> Thank Doing the voice. Well, done. well, well, that would be Annabelle. Annabelle. Hang on a second, Doug. We are going to give you a digital download of the sci-fi thriller Breach, starring Cody Kearsley and Bruce Willis. And fleeing Earth after a deadly plague, a spaceship transporting the remaining survivors faces a new threat—a shape-shifting alien force intent on slaughtering what's left of humanity. Wow. A holiday classic. You can buy or rent it on digital tonight. Rated R from Paramount. If we Texas. kill this thing, it's going to be a Christmas miracle. And we're also going to give the, this to our random texter, who's Dave Cross. Yay! From Brookhaven. So congratulations, Dave. Dave! We're going to set you up with that. Uh, let's see. What else do we? That's it. We're 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 done, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. I want to thank. Uh, well, we got to do the. the um... 
Daily Letter and stuff like that. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can well, I plug my well, matchmaking normally, service? Yes. <laughs> normally, they work, the way it works, I thank the uh, uh, the the people who are on the show. Yes. The pimples. And then we get the letter of the day from Pierre. Is he here? And then yeah. we do okay. that. Yay. So I want to thank uh, Chris Heck, who is on the show. Seventy Sixers president, and uh, they get their season started tonight. By the way, against uh, the Wizards. Uh, then I want to thank uh, Tony Dunst, who is on the show today. Tony's professional poker player. And the World Poker Tour Online Poker Open is taking place. Um, and you have to be in New Jersey to do it. So make sure you do that at uh, betmgmpoker.com. So we got Santa making his way in here to the studio. And he is going to give us the letter Yes. And looks like he borrowed a jacket from Rockstar Rob. How you doing, man? Uh, well, Rockstar Rob only wears black. That's all black, yeah. but it is velvet. This is, and velvet. you are wearing velvet, which is great. This is red, and I'm wearing two watches. Two watches, ah. red and one green. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, the colors of the season. Yeah, that I'm getting right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, how about we do the letter of the day? That cool. Move it along, Grandpa. All right, here we go. <laughs> Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show brought to you today by the letter... Y is in... Mm, yellow. All right. Yellow. <laughs> yellow. Caller number eight. We're going to let you take a stab at this. 215-263-WMMR. Caller number eight. How you doing today? All festive and whatnot. I'm kooky. Kooky, man. I'm ready to rock. That's excellent. Um, what do you have in store for today's show? Or what's in your bag over there? I hear all this rustling around. Can you just chat amongst yourself? <sighs> oh, sure. He's got, I guess he's got some things he needs to do. Okay. There's a new Daily Rush video that I have not mentioned. Yes. Uh, last one before we vacate for the season. He just left. He he's, has to get something. Uh, Santa's got to go. <laughs> we have the, the Bachelorette final recap, uh, the finale recap. Which okay. Was from earlier this Wow, morning, that's quick. Which is where the whole... Butthole thing came from. Yeah, yeah. so it says true true love and rings and Rocky and whale penises and vaginas and buttholes. Okay. The Bachelorette finale had it all. You can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. And, oh, thanks to um, our programming assistant, Connor. We all got gifts. It was cool. Yay. I got bourbon. What'd you guys get? I got uh, insomnia cookies. Yay. Oh, Yay. wow. I got a bottle of rosé. Nice. I didn't open mine yet. Oh, okay. Saving that for later? Yes. Yeah, so, oh, well, Christmas, yeah. Right. Okay. Case. I got the cookies as well. Yay. <laughs> Marissa got something too, I'm sure, but she's uh, busy in the other room there. So, oh, wait, she's putting on her. I got uh, what'd you get? Oh, she's opening it. Bottle of what? Nice Cabernet Sauvignon. Nice. Oh. Oh. Some, some hooch. Thank you, Connor. Very, very cool. And now Pierre has brought in a bag of goodies. And okay, um, so I'm curious. I have um, little. Debbie. Um, things for each of you. Okay. Little things for each of us. Oh. You did not have I to do that. Okay. Oh, look, it? they're on uh, slides. <laughs> <laughs> Ornament. It's an oh, ornament, man. and it says F twenty twenty on it. Ah, that's <laughs> wonderful. It's uh, ceramic. That's really cool. I love that Pierre. I'm gonna actually hang that up in my oh, office. Oh, that one here. needs to be hung up. Oh, Kathy oh my God. got the queen. Oh my God, that's beautiful ornament. That's, that's awesome. Really nice. 
Because she is the queen of our... Uh, That's actually oh, really nice. I got oh, Joe Exotic. That's beautiful. He's got a Joe Exotic oh. ornament. Oh, that's excellent. Tiger King ornament. Hey, I love it. Steve gets a very special... I love it. Wow, thank you. What'd you get, Steve? I don't know. It's wrapped up right now. We got a hoagie. It might be a salami. It does look like and a hoagie. Nick gets a Purell... <laughs> A little Purell Christmas ornament. Thank oh my you. gosh. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. St. Rocky candle. Oh, it's a St. Rocky candle. That's excellent. Uh, that's perfect. I will light that tonight, Pierre. Absolutely. There's this great home store called Home Store or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. It's called Home Store or something well, like that? I love that. It's got home in the title. It's on 13th Street right near Elvez, and they've got the coolest, funnest, kookiest things. They open... Uh, but today, obviously, yeah. tomorrow's good. This, people are looking for last-minute ideas. Um, it's a great store, and they've got all this. They've got this. They're very Philly-centric, so they've got little signs for, you know, they've got different neighborhoods, Chestnut Hill, South oh, Philly, that's great. Center City. Oh, that's cool. Um, open house. Thank, you thank know you, what, Marissa. man? So that just gives me a great um, idea for the name of a store. Like, let's say that this store was on Elm Street. What if you were to name the store that store on Elm Street? Okay. No. Yeah. And then you could always remember. You said, well, I wasn't talking <laughs> no, to you. No, I did. That's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so they're just little uh, tchotchkes. And as I was looking at them, I said, um, uh, "These, I, I've got a home for these five pieces. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're wonderful. Yeah, there it is. Thank you Thank so you. much, Pierre. No, it's... Uh, it, it was a lot. Thank That's you, cool. everyone. Um, no, it was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really You're did welcome. too much for you. No, it really sorry. did. Too yeah. a lot. Thanks for nothing in return. Yeah. Yeah. Pierre. <laughs> I am going to call her number eight. It's Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, Brian. What's the word of the week? Joy. Joy? Joy. That it? Great day. In the yeah. morning. Yeah. I don't know. I never pay attention. I, I actually have to look to Pierre to see what it is. Uh, Brian, we have for you, man, this is pretty cool, a 55-inch Samsung smart TV to connect your Disney Plus subscription to enjoy the movie Soul and some Soul merchandise. How about that? That's awesome. Excellent, buddy. Hang on the line. Uh, thank you. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Did he just hit the He's microphone? He's still giving out yeah. gifts. Okay. I got a mug. Oh, you got a mug? Oh, Excellent. Yeah. Um, and don't forget, on Friday, Disney Plus and Pixar invite you on the journey of a lifetime with their new animated film, Soul, featuring the voices of Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, Felicia Rashad, Amir Questlove Thompson, Angela Bassett, and many, many more this holiday season. Celebrate the joys of life with a story that's as holiday, uh, with a story, wait, with a story that's larger than life. Yes! Soul. Streaming only on Disney Plus. I was reading the wrong. Ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Excellent, phenomenal. Right. Um, I will thank the sponsors of the. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, hang on. Uh, this is something that Pierre wanted to play for us. Well, I didn't oh. tell you what I have on my show today. Okay. Oh, uh, by sorry, the way, Preston. Uh, okay. So slow down, Nature Boy. Um, <laughs> sorry, I hit the button. It's time to play whatever right. surprises. So um, I got Workforce Blocks of Pearl Jam, and they've got a zillion Christmas songs. So we'll get a lot of those in. Got a block of The Who, and I've got a block of Christmas songs. And we're going to speak with Michael Cicchino. Mm. Um, uh, I uh, recorded a nice conversation with him yesterday or the day before. And he's got a Christmas single out called Christmas Number One. And uh, so we will play that, and, and he'll tell us a little bit about that. And, uh, I mean, I know he's mostly your guys's pal, but um, um, his sister or something asked if we would come on and play it. And I I'm thought glad that'd be fun. It, I'm, I'm glad you had a chance to talk to him. It's really cool. 
fascinating guy. Yeah, he's great. He makes me so. feel like such an underachiever. Though. I know. Yeah. When no, you go through no. his credits, I mean. He, he's a big fan of the station, big fan of, of yours, and and, uh, and uh, I just listened to his, his concept album, uh, which is great. I actually bought it on, uh, I bought a, um, um, a record player for it, but it's uh, it's great. I mean, he's, he's, he's uh, there's nothing he can't do. Yeah, I just ordered it, too, uh, yeah. on vinyl, and uh, it's a story of an alien, and she leaves her planet because it's filled with pollution and, and problems. And comes here and realizes... And she's coming yeah. to the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it looks to be... I, I, I can't wait to hear the whole thing anyway. So we're going to play his Christmas song in our block of Christmas songs, or maybe we'll have him in a later segment. Uh, we'll get that together as we sail on. Cool. Now, you do a little closing thing with Charlie Brown, I yes. think, right? So I just wanted to play this because this is a really heartwarming piece, and it's just a, over a minute long, and it's uh, and a lot of people request it. Earl Bailey turned me on to it. It's uh, from the Honeymooners Christmas episode. I heard you talking about this yesterday. I've never heard this before. You, I heard you back-selling it, so... Yeah, it's just lovely. Okay. It's Ralph Cramden, you know, and they're coming out of what was a comedy bit, so the audience is laughing a little bit, but then he goes into the meaning of Christmas, and it's just lovely. Okay, here we go. You know something, sweetheart? <laughs> Christmas is... Well, it's about the best time of the whole year. You walk down the streets, even for weeks before Christmas comes. And there's lights hanging up, green ones and red ones. Sometimes there's snow. And everybody's hustling someplace. But they don't hustle around Christmas time like they usually do. You know, they're a little more friendly. They bump into you, they laugh, and they say, pardon me, and Merry Christmas. And especially when it gets real close to Christmas night. Everybody's walking home, you can hardly hear a sound. Bells are ringing, kids are singing, snow is coming down. And boy, what a pleasure it is to think that you got some place to go to. And the place that you're going to has somebody in it that, that you really love. Someone you're nuts about. Merry Christmas. That's very sweet. Isn't that just priceless? Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. It gets me emotional. Nice. Excellent. Right, there you it's, go. it's beautiful, as they say. Beautiful. Right. Tonight, I'm not going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to send you to the moon tonight. On any given night, I, I threaten it. to punch you out of this solar system. But tonight, we're going to have hot cocoa. There it is. And I'm going to suspend the abuse. I'm suspending dropules. <laughs> One of these days. Just not today. Yeah. Not tonight. Not yeah. on the night oh, yeah. that the baby Jesus will be born. Tomorrow. It's Marcus of Queensberry from dawn till dusk. Wow. <laughs> All right, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought today to buy Dunkin' Donuts. You can get cheers in it, Dunkin'. It's holiday season with their holiday-inspired signature drinks. And also brought to you by Goshall's Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. Oh, I promised you a gift if you were good and everybody uh... was good. So I have five of these to give away. It is the Crude's A New Age. I don't want these to go to waste. I want no. to give these away. So we'll take five callers right now, 215 263 uh, WMMR, it is in theaters now. It's on demand. I uh, just got on demand this past Friday, so we are going to set you up with that. So give us a call, and we will put you on the list. You're going to the holiday with a nice little gift from the Preston and Steve show. So um, we will see you when the new year arrives. Yes. Uh, we're off until the 4th, so that's when we'll be back. But there's a lot of great things happening on MMR 
um, that uh, you want to stay tuned for. Of course, Pierre's broadcast uh, coming tomorrow. up uh, tomorrow. Exactly. Which uh, is awesome. Jackie Bam Bam's uh, Christmas Eve thing. Santa he did Tracker. As well. Yep. So a lot of good stuff. And surprisingly, we had a really good year's worth of shows that you will be able to hear, you know, between now and, and New Year's. So, you know, definitely tune into the Preston Steve show. Um, if you haven't, you know, been able, especially early quarantine when people weren't going into work or whatever. I mean, as this was all going on and things were shutting down, I think we did some of our best programming. We, and we never saw that. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's always and the thing that it just comes to my mind is that as we start to wrap this up, Preston, is that uh, uh, you listening to us and sticking with us is, is a gift that we can never repay. Absolutely. So. We love you. Uh, rage on. Have a great holiday. And we will see you in the new year. Please. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you, lie. Cassie, sweet, silly, Obsessive compulsive Cassie. You would have a heart attack if you saw my presence. You got two choices brown paper or newspaper clippings. Take your pick. Next message. I'm yelling at my radio, Preston. You are 100% correct. It is so much better to give gifts anytime when you see them and you're moved by them, not because a certain date comes up on the calendar. You end up getting crappy gifts. Thank you for saying a lot of us think. Merry Christmas. Next message. You know what makes me sick is the word pick. I'm going to crack these nuts, but I got to scoop them out with this pick. Nut pick. I just want to pick some nuts. Pick. Pick. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR. Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.